As a fir- I have to say as a first day wor- as a first day worshiper, you know what I'm saying? We have our pigs in blanket and feel no way about it, you know what I'm saying? We wrap that bacon mm-hmm. in over sausage and we go have a little bit of sprout next to it and we go, mm-hmm. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And, 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 and you go, You guys don't eat pork? What's and going on? You know what I mean? It was never considered food. By the original followers of the way, they never considered unclean animals food. So pigs uh, themselves, their job is to be a dustbin. They clean the yard <laughs> fine. They eat all the mess on the yard. You're not meant to go and eat the pig. Hey, sweet bro. That guy man next to... Listen, man, yo, that guy man next to some pineapple, you know what I'm saying? And, yo, of course that pork a bit, you know. But, you know what I mean? But uh, just that, like, some sweet bacon, you know what I mean? Sorry, people, I'm just getting people. It's white bread. Oh, God. Yes. But, uh, sorry, you know, we can dream. Affinity Extra. Be Extra. Hey guys, it's Roger Moore here on Affinity HR. We're here to celebrate gospel music of black origin. And on top of that, this is round two. Now, this is <laughs> alongside uh, Pastor Gary. We're doing a series of conversations, um, looking at the Bible for more of a... This has got to sound a weird, weird way of saying Looking at, at, at uh, what we stand on in terms of Christianity and really... Looking at really looking at the Bible for what the Bible is. Would you say that? Is, is the it, Bible uh, is a Hebrew book? It's an oh, Eastern book to be understood, and it's an Eastern book to be understood with an Eastern mind, not a Western mind. So we need to see the Eastern book through Eastern eyes, and everything has to be reverted back to what it was: names, places, interpretations, mm. expressions. Mm-hmm. It's all Hebrew. 
uh, and the moment we divorced ourselves from our Hebraic understanding and the Hebrew forefathers, mm-hmm. who headed down a path that would lead us to where we are now. Wow! And we touched base already about the uh, the Shabbat, and um, he um, and Pastor Gary um, very uncomfortably broke down about <laughs> Shabbat and the first Sunday, uh, and now I'm going back uh, to church on Sunday, like God forgive me for me now I know what me do <laughs> so uh, we got that going on man so that's great do listen to it do check out in the links in the description any questions that you have about this uh, um, definitely hit us into is so the second part now what's opening up to, to myself um, uh, uh, is that um, um, uh, perspective of the Old Testament and the way we interpret it in church the way we preach about it mm. um, and the way that certain words and certain belief systems that we talk about uh, we talk about today mm. yeah you know what I'm saying but as influence our teaching um, in terms of eschatology myself I used to teach a lot about the end times I used to be part of uh, uh, end time ministries um, with my father-in-law who used to go around um, teaching end times and I'm like, you know it's fantastic you know I learned actually a great amount from teaching uh, about the end times because I felt like before in my teenage years they always said avoid revelation um, wow. you know what I'm saying they said Why don't you know me go, go and stop at um, 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 at you know because I said that it's, 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 it's for a stronger Christians you know what I mean um, that's what I got told um, but then I got a, a translation of the Bible which was very easy to read um, it wasn't don't worry people it wasn't a good news Bible um, um, uh, even though the good news was the first external mm. translation I saw but um, the first ever Bible I had but it was the I believe it was the oh, is the English um, one of the English conversions anyway so yeah um, CS uh, CS one of them anyway so okay. yeah yeah or New Living Translation one of them guys anyway yeah and I read through Revelation from top to bottom off and I thought oh this is cool you know what I'm yeah. saying but then the newer version would help to me interpret it um, better but now um, just touching on versions anyway so yeah before we, we talk about the Old Testament now I'm assuming that you read the, the the authentic King James version. I read the King James, New King James, Amplified Bible, okay. whatever version. I have so many different Bible versions because we are to become students of the Word, and that requires us to have different translations on our shelf. My go-to when Go. I'm reading in the first instance is always going to be David H. Stern's Complete Jewish Bible, CJB Bible by David H. Stern. It's a wonderful translation. Complete what? Complete. Jewish Bible Okay And it's a simple Easy read But it's actually Restoring The order of the books The names of the prophets The names of the apostles Into the original language Is that online? Is that an app? Can you get Um, an app? You cannot get an app I believe But you can If you use something like Olive Tree Bible Study You can download it For a small fee Onto your application And have it As part of your study Tool set Or you can buy it For any From Amazon It's widely available Um, I think it might even Be available online On Bible Gateway might be yeah 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 no 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 mm. fantastic because i use i use oh i don't use olive tree i use a different one but i would definitely look look to doing it and i definitely look at that and yeah. uh, does it have um, the apocrypha in there no it doesn't but you can i bought that separately so again yeah. there isn't one perfect bible i would okay, encourage you to to get a wealth of bibles i know many people are flooding to get the sefer bible uh, because it does have the apocrypha within it um uh, you know, when I was 16, I went to my pastor. Yeah. Love, love my pastor, my, my pastor at the time. You know, my app, she was absolutely fantastic. Went to her and I said to her, Oh, you know, you know, when you just, you just, you just like, ah, 
Jesus. You know what I mean? And I, and, and, and I don't know why it was for me, guys. I, I'm not really a student in terms of when it comes to English because I failed English when I ever saw you. But I just love reading, getting the Bible and sending the Bible more. Um, I said to her, yo, um, how does Apocrypha? Oh, can, can, you know me. Have you got the Apocrypha so I can read it? I was just keen to read it. You don't need to see the Apocrypha. You know what I'm saying? Don't need to read it. You don't. You know I me. Mean? You know what I mean? It's something that we do. Uh, Christians shouldn't read. Uh, 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 and then you had the Rastafarians came through at the time. Mm. That said, hold on a second. The Apocrypha. It's got. You know what I mean? It's got key books for 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 Rastafarians at the time. So and then then now, I had a friend who left the faith. Who was leaving off the book of Enoch? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And there's another Jewish one. Is it Nesh? There's two books that we haven't got in the Bible that the Jews do read. Um, there's there's uh, the Enoch and another yeah. book. I can't remember the name. Yeshia, Jubilees. A copy Yeshia. There's a there's another book anyway. But Enoch is another one which everyone yeah. just jumps out jumps out the way of dealing with anyway. So yeah, that but you, was the book that for me it was a game changer when I got. Enoch back because my background is IT um, and I was able to get a copy from the Oxford University Press online back in 1997 and when I read it Genesis chapter 6 had been bothering me for a long time but we're, we're not going to go there today it's a man got this relationship the day after Enoch you know man come and send something in church I was like whoa <laughs> But you, but you know what I'm saying but you know, you know it's kind of weird just, just, just the come up uh, we're ending this now man well this, this, this uh, it's funny because I watched the um, um, the Hollywood version of of Noah yeah you know what I'm mm. saying and um, my, my uh, it's funny because Christians I would love to have this this platform when that came out because there's a lot of, a lot of issues that that raised yeah of, of that, that period mm. but I said I said to some of my Christian friends one of my friends says they called God the creator that is disgraceful uh if you were a uh, um ten, uh, 10 generations after adam just sitting around adam and you heard your granddad adam talk about the creator mm. what else was he meant to call him mm. why are you offended the bottom you know I mean i said oh anyway oh uh, i get the call of, of adam is a problem okay take that aside yeah that's a problem i said but to see the power of mm. man, um, of, of 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 where they function from, where they would do, would do, would do magical powers, mm. people are like uncomfortable with. But the reality show is that if they're like the original man and, and power of creation, wouldn't they have a couple a little little sneaky tricks up the, up, up, up the sleeve? So it, it creates problems. But if you are comfortable with with that you wouldn't see it as being a problem it's just an interesting interpretation of how Hollywood has done it but as Christians we just see Adam as just like us not as the 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 the, the, the. imagine being God created you do you think you you couldn't function with any sort of movement you know what I'm saying you know you know, I, 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 you sorry, I'm, so sorry, I'm opening up doors where we don't want to go down. But go, go, go. Sorry, people. It's just because I feel comfortable I can talk with Pastor Gary. I'm about, I'm about these subjects. You know, well, you know, you, you, we're going to deal with this one. Were the original followers calling themselves Christians? Were they Christian? And from what we find in history and in the scriptures, even within the King James Bible, they did not call themselves Christians. They were not Christians. They were followers of the way, known as Nazarim, because Yeshua was from Nazir, Nazareth. So when they said Nazarim, they followed the one from Nazareth. They were followers of the one from Nazareth. So the original followers were fo- followers of Yeshua, called themselves followers of the way. Why? Because Yeshua said, 
I am the, the way, the truth, and, and the, the life. Light. No man comes to the Father but by me. So the actual Bible that you have in your hands, the King James Bible actually says that Shaul, that's Paul the Apostle, went to go and persecute the followers of the way. So this is not where, the Christians, not, not the, Christian, the Christians, not the, the Christians in Antioch, <laughs> and it, they were called Christians by the people of Antioch and Iconium. Why? Because they were familiar with the death and resurrection teaching, because it was associated with Mithra, who was the first Christ. Mithra was called Christ. The word Christ is not uh, solely uh, synonymous to Yeshua. The word Christ was an appellation that was applied to any descendant of Mithra or Mithra himself. Who's Mithra? Mithradite. So Mithra was a pagan deity from the Medo-Persian Empire that was worshipped all over the known world at that time. And in fact, it's Mithra that uh, December 25th, he was born December 25th. What date's that? That's Uncle, when we get the link to Christmas. Uncle John, um, you were right all this time. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you said, he's crazy. You know, he got always the, he always got that uncle. Always got the he, he's the uncle that's like, oh, he's the crazy black Christian that always talks about his black issues. Mm, and he always talks mm. about Mifra and his ones and all these business and Nimwa. And you're thinking, is this guy just 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 to say Jesus? Just say Jesus. Uh, he was right all the time. Oh boy, yeah. oh uncle John, man, you are right all the time. But anyway, um, let's let's go to it now. We're looking at the Old Testament. Mm. We we understand that you know uh, it's good to hear that Pastor Gary you saying that you use different types of Bibles. Mm-hmm. I, I I like to do that uh, when you're studying because you get different um, from Absolutely. Bible, but always go back to Hebraic uh, um, saying roots. of uh, roots mm. of everything that you do. That's fantastic. Now we're looking at the Old Testament itself, a mm. book which um, 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 when we do reach out to it as first I would say as first day worshippers as, as you know we we do kind of look at the as a more of um, stories to manipulate for our uh, 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 modern day message I'm not saying that's for everybody yeah because uh, we talk about grace you know what I mean we praise God you know I mean you know we don't talk about fulfillment of the law we say we're not under the law anymore um, we're under grace now um, the grace dispensation mm. you know what I mean I know that's gonna be wind up for yourself anyway yeah. so your law and grace law versus grace you know that that is a you know that is a big thing um, you know when we, when we um, another element of it it's just the principles uh, even some of the smaller principles that would change this world today jubilee um i believe is a principle that no one talks about in this world because it rich people will become poor not poor will wealth will come together you know what i'm saying if we lived under uh, the systems that are in represented in leviticus leviticus when it talks about um if you got you if you're struggling with sexual sin and understanding sexuality yeah i'm afraid you're not gonna you find a bit in the new testament but there's details in the old testament how to function sexually as well yeah. you know what i mean and 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 how to eat as well and i have to say in the old testament it's steps it stems out the best diet food diet you can ever this is all in our bible people mm-hmm. in the old testament mm-hmm. but we don't preach these mm-hmm. diets now people said as a fir- i have to say as a first day wor- as a first day mm-hmm. worshiper you know what i'm saying we have our pigs in blanket and feel no way about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> we wrap that bacon mm-hmm. in over sausage and we go have a little bit of sprout next to it and we go mm-hmm. amen you know what i'm saying you know what i mean <laughs> and, 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 and you go you guys don't eat pork 
What's going on? You know what I mean? It was never considered food. By the original followers of the way, they never considered unclean animals food. So pigs uh, themselves, their job is to be a dustbin. They clean the yard <laughs> fine. They eat all the mess on the yard. You're not meant to go and eat the pig. Hey, sweet bro. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, my, that guy, my next to listen, my yo, that guy, my next to some pineapple. Why that you know what I'm saying? And yo, of course, that pork a bit, you know. But you know what I mean? But they're just that like some sweet bacon, you know what I mean? Sorry, people, I'm just getting people. It's white bread. <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> yes. But uh, sorry, you know, we can dream. <coughs> um, but no, definitely, I think that. Um, that's a valid point and i think that um so what so what what is unclean um anyways when you know that's a uh, you know let's let's keep it simple with the food um where where do you what don't you eat in in terms of your diet because obviously you stick to you know you grew up in that in that in that area but what foods do you don't eat obviously we we look at pork our father has given us an abundance of foods to eat and we don't lack anything there's so much choice i find i'm saturated with choice I, i love fish I do eat, obviously, those who are keeping the Passover, you'll eat lamb. So lamb's on the menu. Um, there's beef, but I prefer to eat meat. So that for me, I find lamb is a much lighter meat. Mm. I love fish. I, love, I do meat. Um, vegetables, I love my vegetables. I love nuts and salads. Um, my wife is a great chef. She makes amazing cuisine. Um, and she doesn't even have to have meat in there. So I find that our culture is too meat rich. Hence why we have the health issues that we have. And research has been done over the last 50 years to prove that it's the convenience foods that is giving us the cancers. Until we had convenience foods, in other words, fast food or TV dinners, prior to that, there was no issue of cancer. The moment those things came into our diet, cancers went through the roof. We're not eating enough fiber-rich foods. We're not fasting enough. And actual fasting resets the body and cleanses the body. This is something now that even secular people who are not religious have discovered yes. the health benefits yeah, yeah, to yeah. fasting. But yet, it was in the Bible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I love the way you said it, you know, God has given us no food to eat. Instead of saying, this is what you don't eat. And that's a, that's a very, we got, yeah, we, we got we, and it, 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 it is true, even when the pork is sweet, you mean it's ready, you know, people. But anyway, but no, I think that, um, um, it's, I have changed my diet, you know, um, mm, mm, um, mm. I, I've, I've said this a number of times in the station, my, um, my friend, um, and obviously who, you know, James Richards, I remember when, um, he was, he, yeah, he had diagnosed with cancer and, mm. um, he looked into it and, um, he changed his diet completely. Yeah, and he used to giggle laugh at me because I would have my McDonald's um, mm. every week. I would eat McDonald's, you mm. know, me no problem, and um, I'll, I'll box it off and stuff like that. And um, himself and another friend of mine, Omena, who had the same sort of um, um, cancer, colon cancer, and um, and they both challenged me to change my diet. Mm. You know, what I'm saying, you know, mm. um, don't wait till you got cancer and you're having to fight no, it yeah uh, but you know sure. what I'm saying and um, it's a challenge to me um, and when I stopped I stopped for a bit I broke I broke like going to McDonald's on a weekly basis you know I didn't eat McDonald's every day but you know what I mean I'll, I'll go there and eat or whatever yeah I stopped it and I um, and about a year later and it successfully stopped you know what I mean or whatever I, you know what I mean because I love my apple pie and you know what I mean or whatever still you get there from milkshake and whatever but I, I, I was rushing somewhere And I thought Let me just pick up Something from McDonald's Just something quick I, You know what I mean I, I, I would usually Just go for water And dried mango You know what I'm saying You know uh, And just and, and I could energise Off that mm. But I thought Let me just get Something a bit warmer Hamburg Something light Nothing too big yeah, 
did not taste nice bro you know what i'm saying and even when i went past the kfc to decide to go in kfc the smell of the oil i couldn't believe coming off it it made me not like like convenience food fast that for them elements of fast food that i used to eat all the time so now i don't eat kfc or mcdonald's you know what i'm saying and i feel a lot better for it you know what I'm saying and, and I found for myself so guys if you actually just stop if you realise that you know what so you can eat other things mm-hmm. you know this is we're damaging our human microbiome uh, and we have a few videos on our channel which teach about the microbiome your stomach is your second brain your immune system is determined by the health of your gut so the health of your gut determines your immune system so if you're eating these convenience foods it's destroying your gut bacteria it's destroying your natural immunity uh, it's actually making you so sick on a slow what's called soft kill basis so that now in a time where you need your immunity to be able to fight what's going on in the world right now we see so many people are falling because their gut bacteria is destroyed their microbiome is in such a bad state they have no immunity so we need to be eating the foods that fuel and strengthen our immunity that's all in the Old Testament, my religion. You know what I'm saying? Only, it, it, only in the Old Testament. And it's not in it. Unfortunately, Paul didn't go into that because it, it did talk about. Um, now, I apologize to my um, my English counterparts if I'm going to go here. There's things like pepperoni. There's things like um, uh, he's like he's like spider, salami. but he's salami, uh, black, pud- uh, black pudding, black pudding, um, haggis, 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 and stuff like that. So yeah, now this is called the utter guts of the last lab. But you know it is a very part of integral part of the diet. Now obviously I actually don't eat that stuff. Black pudding, you're mad. I know I touch that. My bedroom would eat that. But things like that, Paul also touches about. Correct me if I'm wrong about the blood. It's about- an abomination to eat the blood. The actual Torah commands that you should not eat the blood. And black puddings eating the blood. That is blood. Yes, that is the blood. And it's this, this is something handed down from the pagan traditions uh, that they would eat the blood of their animals because they believe that it got the strength. And yes, there is iron in there. In fact, you still, I did a teaching on this some months ago. Many African tribes and many, not just African tribes, but North Antarctic or Antarctic tribes, yeah, 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 they yeah. still bloodlet animals and eat the raw blood because yeah, they yeah, get yeah, the minerals yeah, from yeah, it yeah, yeah. but it's something that is forbidden for us to do in the scriptures yeah 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 no 100 yeah yeah 100 i agree with that because i don't really eat it but uh i do feel sorry for the people that do but uh but ultimately it's not not a done thing and i think that's again uh, like i said i'm not i think it is an old testament principle and and you said it kind of really strong actually that you just don't eat the blood you know what i'm saying not at all. Be, you know what i'm saying not at all i think for with <laughs> I want to mention the fact that we've so divorced, I said this in part one, that we have been taken down a path to divorce ourselves from the Old Testament, where that is the foundation for the entire Bible, is what we called, what we call the Old Testament. And in fact, it's actually, when we say old, it sounds like something going away. In actual fact, all Father is doing is renewing, actually. He's okay, renewing okay, okay. the covenant And the the renewed covenant that Jeremiah speaks of Is exactly the same as the old one So you know when people say that, uh, Christ came to fulfill the law Right What is the law? Because for me the law says to me The Ten Commandments mm. But it's bigger than that, is it's it? It's bigger than that <laughs> It's bigger than that mm. So um, you won't find tithing mentioned in the Ten Commandments But Yeshua advocates that you pay tithes of mint and cumin Because tithing was actually mostly food and grain 
So you could convert it to money. So there are many things to do with um, uh, the, 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 the many aspects of the law, which you don't just see in the Ten Commandments. So Father has mm. the Ten Commandments is actually a summary of a larger sect. Many who follow Judaism believe there's 613 commandments. You can boil the wow. 613 down to 10. You can boil the 10 down to two. You can boil the two down to one. It's loving God. If you love God with your whole heart and mind and soul, then you would do everything that the scriptures command. Wow. What's because of our human nature, we need to see the fine detail of that. What does that mean? Therefore, we have the 10. But then the 10 is just a summary, as I said, of a larger set of um, requirements. Law is the word that some people feel is almost offensive to them when they hear law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some old school things. Yeah, yeah, restriction. But if I come into your house, Roger, mm. you have house rules. Mm. That if I don't abide by your house rules, then I won't be, I cannot expect to have your hospitality very long. Come on now. Right? Yeah. So Father has given us rules which as a father which father doesn't give his children loving instruction if you love your kids you'll give them rules why are rules there to protect you and to ensure safe operation in this environment so father has given his people rules that yes we may eat different foods from other people we may worship on different days from other people we may wear different clothes from other people but this is how father has um determined that we should show ourselves a peculiar people who are set apart unto him you know that there's an issue with the clothing that we wear the clothes that we wear actually cause cancers because the fabrics that they're made up of are carcinogenic. It suits them because it's cheap, but it's actually unhealthy for your skin because your skin is your largest organ and it's absorbing from the fabrics that are coming into contact with it. Even the washing powders and liquids, carcinogenic. Um, please send me that list. <laughs> Yo, change all my guys because I wear a lot of sports gear and everything like that. So I'm going to make sure you know that man, man, man's coming to line. You know what I mean? But no, that's, that's crazy. But none of it is, none of it has Father given to us for us to feel restricted. In actual fact, Yeshua said it like this I have come that you might have life, life more and have it more, more abundantly. abundantly. So every commandment in scripture is pro life. Mm. Clothing that you wear, pro-life. Food that you eat, pro-life. Words that you speak, pro-life. What you think, pro-life. Who you get married to should be pro-life because why are you marrying somebody who doesn't believe the same as you? How can two walk together unless they agree? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So our choices are meant to be governed by Torah. Loving instruction from the Father so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Father wants you to have shalom, peace in your life, and that comes by abiding, to, abiding to His word. Guys, you know what you hear, you're hearing it right here. Now we we're looking at the um, um, Old Testament principles. We hear mm. clothing, bro. We hear food, mm. like like I call them niceties, and looking at the law and and six hundred laws. Gee, wait, that's a lot. But the reality shows if you just start to go through Leviticus and Deuteronomy, man, there's a lot of gu- good guidance. You know what I'm saying? In there, let's, well, let's in go, there. let's go, let's go, let's go. You just said a, a really great point. Wow, six hundred and thirteen laws. I know some of you might be thinking, well, how can any man? keep 613 laws Mm, good question but let me put something to you how many laws in the UK legal system 
Do you know, I think it was in 20, it's on our channel. I think it, um, I haven't got my figures in front of me, but forgive me if I get it wrong now, but please go check me out. I think it was in 2013, we passed a record number of laws in that one year. And I believe it was over 3,000 laws were passed in the one year. Every year, our law lords pass hundreds of laws. So we complain about 613 laws, yet England's legal system in total has 40 million laws. You and I right now, Roger, we are not in jail. Why? Because we are law abiding to the 40 million laws of the British United Kingdom's legal system. America has 20 million laws and they're keeping those laws in America. Including the gun laws. There you go. <laughs> so it's our lack of understanding of legal systems. Mm. Where do you think the law lords got their infrastructure uh, for lawmaking from? Straight from the Bible. Lord Devlin, one of England's most famous law lords, Christian, fights for Christian values. And he, uh, he understood that this nation was built upon okay. biblical Old Testament legal system. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, hundred percent, no, no. So it's it's our lack of understanding of law, and I think the best Christians, some of the best Christians, are lawyers because yeah, they yeah, understand yeah, yeah. Law. The law. They shouldn't have a problem with scripture. Okay, so all right, so uh, yeah, guys, you guys are running to your Jerusalem, I mean Leviticus now. I'm pressing your audio Bible and listening through <laughs> to it. You know what I'm saying? I would advise that it take a few, I've got a week to do that, and I I'll advise do that and just have a good listen to it. I think some things we don't go into detail because we just don't mm. see we don't see the urgency of it. Mm. Uh, but we read um, Psalms 100 every day, but we can't read the laws. You know what I mean? Avoid. You know what I mean? When the Psalms 19, um, when it talks about you know walking, you know um, your footsteps, your your um, your word is a law uh, is, is is a a lamp unto my, my feet. feet. You know what I'm saying? Path, yeah. I'm, I'm a path, and you're thinking, is it? <laughs> because some of us don't even read. Because <laughs> right, because right. that's that is that referring to the whole Bible? How can it refer to the whole Bible when it was it, it was written in 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 the time of Israel? Israel so really, they're referring to the Torah. Which is which the first, is first five books. Five, five, five books. So that, that, that so so end of the day, still yeah, he was guided by the law that has been developed by the Torah, and that's that's that, that was the Bible to them. So when we use that, we look at it from a Old Testament and New Testament, but really it should be looked upon from a Torah perspective. And this is what um, I come back to. In Ahava, we teach, and this is what many Hebrew Roots congregations around the world, of which I lead HRN UK, Hebrew Roots Network UK, which is an initiative to be able to bring the different groups together so that we have unity. And this is the, the, our strength is our unity. We may be in different locations, have different messages and different revelation, but our strength is in our unity. And this is where we are commanded by the Messiah to be one. Yes, um, the Torah is the definitive um, uh Infrastructure or network uh, or framework. I said what I'm looking for is framework. The Torah is the framework of the kingdom. Let me submit to you: you will not find a kingdom without a legal constitution. Mm. You will not find a kingdom without some form of governance. Mm. That is what has to house a kingdom. A kingdom is managed by its own law. And then the sweet thing about it is, you will find that every ancient kingdom, every king over that empire submitted to his own law we find this in the, within the scriptures that the kings would form a law but they themselves were submitted to it they couldn't change it wow a law stands forever and yet we as children of the kingdom 
of God, we don't believe that there's a legal system anymore. We think it's been done away with because of the it's cross. It's a hippie Christ, man. Like, yo, we just do what we do and grace will cover it all because <laughs> God has called it out. Yo, he's got my heart. I'm saved now. I'm saved by grace. You know what I mean? And grace alone. And, you know, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm going to get, uh, get myself uh, trouble because some of my friends will be like, grace, I love grace. Yeah, we, we love grace. But, you know, let's not abuse it. Um, we, okay, for, we, yeah, forget, we forget the words of Messiah. Sorry to butt you on. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. We, we, we read it in church. But then do we, we do we listen to what we're reading? In Matthew 5, Yeshua speaking, don't think that I have come to abolish the Torah mm-hmm. or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to complete. And this is what you were referring to before. So what version is reading? This is the CJB. Okay. The King James would have the word fulfill. Yeah. But what that word is, when you look up that word, in fact, it was a brother text me about this very text uh, just a couple of days ago, and I sent him some information on this. Is that the word means to carry out Do you know a police officer Fulfills the law If a police officer arrests you today He has fulfilled The law But does that mean that he now no longer needs to arrest Anybody tomorrow Mm. No it just means that he has Come to exact the, The law and see to it that the law is Enforced but he still will Go on to make many arrests tomorrow Or many other judgments Tomorrow the day after when Yeshua came, he came to carry out, to enforce, to empower, and to fill up the requirement of the Torah, not to do away with it, not to change it, not to abolish it. In fact, the scripture says he has not come to change one jot nor one tilled till all be fulfilled, meaning the culmination of everything back to the Father. When we see the crucifixion, the crucifixion was not the end of the Torah, the law. Because after the crucifixion, we still see sin is here. Death is here. Evil is still on the world. So clearly, he has not finished everything. When he returns, as the Bible calls it, the culmination of all things will come about. And he will then restore the kingdom back to the Father, destroying all the, all the enemies of the kingdom. And even then, the Lord doesn't get done away with because we still see it in heaven. So there's a lot to this, but the church, I want to get to a guy called John Nelson Darby, who in our time in the 1800s was a reformer and and Bible teacher who went throughout all of Europe teaching what would be called dispensationalism. And it's because of John Nelson Darby why many Bible institutions, seminaries teach replacement theology and dispensationalism, hence why many of your pastors and elders and deacons are all teaching a message, a gospel of salvation that's not biblical because they've been brought up under a school that taught them the Old Testament's done away with. You don't need to worry about those feet. Oh, so he was, because I heard about replacement theology, like a replacement uh, theology and um, and, and whatsoever. So, um, um, so did he mess about with the stuff like when it comes to um, eschatology and stuff like that still, yeah? His interpretation of end time, he's the father of what they call the rapture theory. Ooh, so it's yes, his fault. It's him. It's his fault. There's a lot of stuff that all roads lead back to John Nelson Darby. So teachings on the rapture. And there's a Darby uh, Bible as well, people. That's right. Yeah, I'm saying I have got it. So John Nelson Darby between 1800 and 1882, uh, the father of the rapture theory, the father of the pre-tribulation. What church was he theory. part of? Was he? Um, he was Anglican. Okay. But then he also had uh, the brethren, something brethren. 
I forget. Yeah. Well, that the sounds dodgy when you got bread. When you, when you, the, the brethren church, you're like, why? You know what I'm Everybody wearing white. But anyway, go on, go on, Campbell. Plymouth Brethren, that's the one. He was a leader of the Plymouth Brethren. Um, that sounds wrong. <laughs> but go so talk to us about John Nelson Darby. So he's called the father of the pre tribulation and rapture theory. He's the father of dispensationalism, the father of replacement theology, the father of interpreting the Bible according to dispensationalistic changes that mankind steers and affects history. And that's just the surface of the thing. So, rapture. Right. Listen, this is guys. You know, I've heard, uh, I've, I've taught. This is why I'm, I'm really picking out rapture because I got a little bit, a bit of a, a, a uh, in my, in my, uh, I say, I was in my late twenties, early thirties, go around teaching about rapture. Not so much rapture, but in, in eschatology. Yeah, uh, um, makes me sound all posh now. Um, uh, rapture now. Um, what booked me is I have to keep him bringing my, my, my best buddy James into the conversation. We was talking about doing a. Um, a, a video about it, about it in times and he said to me I haven't studied it Roger to the detail that I want to talk about it but this is a question to you I said, yeah 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 rapture just came up 200 years ago yeah, yeah. so why what is the rapture from a biblical perspective yeah so the rapture as far as I see is the uh, is when Christ starts his seven year not Christ uh, when the seven year um, tribu- during the tribulation starts we will leave and be raptured uh, we will disappear from the face of this earth um, I think that's how we used to see it as not so much our spirits coming out of our body our bodies will disappear and go and meet up with you go basically go to paradise yeah you know i'm saying for a temporary period and come back with christ but the rapture is the rapture of the saints the spirits the people that are in the ground we get lifted up into the paradise at that point before the the, the great tribulation starts now this dude came up with this this dude came up with the complete rapture but let, but let me be because i sorry so say, yeah, yeah no no deal no, no we got he, to deal. he he formulated the modern understanding of the rapture theory mm. but in actual fact the originators of the rapture teaching are actually from the Catholic Church. So okay, cool. We'll have to do a separate one on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 love to do, love to do. This yeah, one yeah, opens yeah. up all, ro- I mm. said all roads lead back to John Nelson Darby, mm. but many of you were thought, well, all roads lead back to Rome, and you'd be right. All roads do lead back to Rome. Because we have a lot of people making up their own thing about the rapture now. Right. I spoke to people about rapture being a mindset, rapture being, you know, me, you know saying, well, rapture is, 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 there'll be a shift in the spirit realm um, in, in people's mindset, you know what I mean, and and so so I'm like, we've got that. Far, we, we're going far away because we're not. We're going away from the truth because if you steer away from it, you just continue to go further and further mm. from the truth. So it's important we get to the truth. It's important that we get to the truth. It's important that we dig deep to the roots of things, and that's why with Ahava, I love the fact that our uh, our mindset is that we always dig into the historicity behind something look to find the origins of where this teaching originated uh, and we can go back and we can trace the origins of this false teaching from the catholic church and it was actually created by the jesuit order and those of you know anything about the jesuits mm, I heard it. yeah right sinister dark occultic arm demonic arm of the catholic church uh, and they are the originators of this uh, teaching of the rapture but that evolved through the hands of john nelson darby simply they're taking certain key biblical scriptures from Thessalonians and using them to support the rapture theory. In actual fact, the rapture theory and the Bible are two different things. What the Bible teaches is that there will be a very visible, very audible, a very uh, cataclysmic event 
that everyone in the world will know is the return of the Messiah. Whereas the rapture does not teach that. The rapture teaches that it'll just be people disappearing and nobody will know what happens. Those of you who ever watched the Left Behind series, you know exactly what I mean. That there'll be a disappearing of people of airplanes and people just won't know what happened. Was it was an alien abduction or something? Whereas scripture makes it clear that every eye shall see the Messiah when he comes. His first advent was quite quiet. Only those who were really searching for the Messiah knew where to find him, the Magi. It was very, very quiet. Nobody even knew that the Messiah was born. Very few knew. Um, but it was not uh, It was not something that Father didn't make known to shepherds, mm. to wise men, Magi, who came all the way from mm-hmm. Iran. Mm-hmm. But the coming, the second coming will be a global. In fact, Yeshua says he will come with great power and great glory. And every eye shall see him. So the, what the rapture teaches is completely different from what the Bible teaches, but we can get into the nitty gritty of that. We do, anyway, we, 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 we do it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Mm-hmm. What we've been taught, brethren, you know I me, mean? but it, 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 but it's good to establish that because I, I've actually downloaded the. Um, oh, I need to delete it now. But <laughs> the Derby Bible, <laughs> the Derby version of the Bible, and the guys. And the thing is, what people have to realize is the eighteen hundreds, like around about the seventeen fifties onwards, and the I would say as the slowing down of slavery and the, and the rise of America, um, it, that you could almost say that's modern era. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you can really, they were etching things in place and, you know what I mean, that will shape in the world for hundreds of years. You could just say even just the, the colonization of the Americas was, was part, just that, that just that manu- these maneuvers were shaping the world to come. You know, this, uh, as there was a, um, a very well-known evangelist who uh, likes to, believe that he's advancing the kingdom and he flew out to africa to find some lost tribe and um, that had never heard the message because as far as he's believing is that when we do this we hasten the return of the messiah when every ear has heard the name of jesus oh come on my god the gospel <laughs> so he flies out he gets a um he gets a translator that can speak this very very rare dialect mm. and they land this airplane in the middle of nowhere and they collect all these tribes people together and he's now on camera going to educate these ignorant natives as to the name of jesus christ the savior of the world and he's standing there in front of the camera the moment's been set and he now speaks these words and puts the gospel to the interpreter and the interpreter then speaks it to the people and the tribes people looked at one another and he says to them say the name of jesus and they looked at each other and they said yeshua come on now uh say the name of jesus and they looked at him they said yeshua and he said it one more time for the TV audience. And they said the same thing again. Yeshua. See, the tribes of Africa had the Gospels before the Western world. Throughout India, we found copies of the Gospels throughout India, throughout China, throughout Japan. The tribes of Israel have been scattered. In fact, not just the Gospels, they found the Torah. I should be saying, let me correct myself. They found copies of the prophets and the Torah throughout Africa and throughout India Timbuktu a place that we say as a proverb yeah, yeah. whatever to Timbuktu actually Timbuktu lived by the Torah you could leave your money on the street in Timbuktu and come back tomorrow and find it still there because the people lived according to Torah wow 
Wow. Africa was famous throughout one time because of the fact that the tour was kept throughout Nigeria, what we call modern day Nigeria, and many of the states. They lived by Torah. And, and you know what it is? It's, it's funny because we have the joke and somebody said about doubting Thomas and there was this, this made a derogative term about Thomas. And I said to them, listen, hold on a second. Thomas ended up in Asia, mate. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't go through no bushes and cut with a cutlass and cut through the bamboo shoots mm. and got through. There were trade routes going yeah, all right. the way into China. That's where they went to and, 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 and he went out there after doubting Christ, doubting Thomas, turned around and he went and preached the gospel further than any other. He reached out to some far place um, and died out, out in India. Mm. So we don't, we don't hear... The, the colonizing of the mind that's what's been going on whereas the besora the good news we said before the word gospel is besora that's been going throughout africa remember um queen sheba she took everything back knowledge of the torah solomon made sure that the queen of sheba when she left she had an entire retinue of priests so that they could replicate the temple structure in her homeland for their son to be raised up in the temple system and in the knowledge of torah so throughout Ethiopia, when you go there now, I'm hopefully get my brother on here, Abaturuna, that they knew Torah in Ethiopia for hundreds of years before colonizers came. So the whole world knew uh, about Shabbat. The whole world has known about the the, the, the the Torah or the commandments, the laws of the Hebrews. It's been scattered throughout the entire known world. But we're given a narrative that is completely replacement theology is completely anti-semitic it is a hatred for the hebrew people again i'm not saying jewish deliberately it's a hatred for the people of god the hebrews the israelites as to why we have the christian narrative that we have now so give us an example um we, we moved away from rapture of replacement um theology um, ultimately the bible speaks about the restoration of the house of israel okay cool whereas what's replaced the house of israel is the church Okay, okay, so whatever you see Israel, we've said that really refers to the church. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, right. There's a lot, of, a lot of messages on that one. There's an example that comes to mind Romans 8, 9, 10, 11. Paul is writing not about the church, he's mm. writing about you, Gentiles, coming into Israel, not Israel coming into the church. And we've been sold this through our translations in the Bible that it's been the focus has been about the church, the church, the church, the church, the Christian church. No, it's about Israel. It always has been and always will be about Israel. Wow. Um, yeah, man, guys, um, Derby is on my um, hit list um, out there. So, but no, no, but definitely, guys, I think that's something which I know... Um, um, Pastor Gary has some detail on his um, on his on another one on YouTube there, so he breaks down there. And I know he's got more teachings to go on YouTube, so keep an eye on that and subscribe to it. Uh, no, that's absolutely. Um, and he, he mentioned what dis- dispen- dispensationalism. Dispensationalism. Yeah. We dispense with the things that we don't understand, and that's that's the Ooh. ignorance. In fact, let me read a scripture that has really kind of directed me in ministry here. Hosea chapter four and verse six, and listen to this scripture: My people. Are destroyed for want of knowledge or lack of knowledge mm-hmm. because you rejected knowledge i will also reject you as kohen or priest for me because you forgot the torah of your god i will okay. also forget your children wow i don't ever want that to be my portion because we forgot the torah 
because we dispensed with it. We didn't see it as being relevant or applicable to our life in, quote, Christ. Whereas we look at Christ, Yeshua, the Messiah, he was completely Torah abiding. Mm. And he advocated that the Torah will never change. He taught that to his disciples. And then he, the Great Commission is to go throughout the whole world making Talmudim. Talmudim means, the word Talmudim is the English word disciple. Talmudim means one who has been taught under the Torah. Wow. Um, yeah, wow, guys, you know, because because again, guys, the reason why I brought board that out because I know we hear things like dispensationalism, dis- dispensationalism, yeah, you know I'm saying we hear about that replacement mythology, all that, and so it's important that we just explain this so yes. people can Absolutely. understand the Absolutely. concept, the concept, um, of that, um, uh, 100%. So, um, who is another person who who had a negative effect because we, we always talk to come back constantly, and there's a Darby, there's somebody else you mentioned yeah. just before him, that, prior yeah. to prior to John Nelson Darby, we have the Edward Irvingite movement. Edward Irving. I've heard Irving, yeah. And he leads what many people are familiar with the Azusa Street Revival and also that was a big one. Go for him. He was the the revival before Azusa Street. Azusa Street is picking up from Edward Irving. You know what? I'm not really... Because I never grew up in 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 a Pentecostal church, I'm not really a Zusa Street waving flag getting. You know what I mean? Because I know Zusa Street seems to be the the, the 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 point where the Holy Spirit changed the world. It's this whole this whole the reporters that reported on it. They reported it well on the shenanigans that were going on and that how the pastor there he couldn't really even read scripture and he advocated just living according to the Spirit. And functioning according to the spirit. What does that mean? See, we can make um, our religious worship, we can make it emotional. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem. When it becomes all about emotional expression and not based on the scripture, not based on truth, that is when we can fall prey to seducing spirits. Now we have people, and this is what was recorded then in the Zuzu Street Revival, people howling like animals screaming and shouting like wolves and wild beasts this was recorded by the reporters at the time that this was something we've never seen before you won't find it in scripture so if it's not in scripture it's not in truth so who's really in control here and i've been involved in pentecostal churches where they've had what's called lock-in service and they lock the doors so that nobody can change the atmosphere or change the spirit and the spirit you can can you really lock in the holy spirit anyway let's move on so and i've seen i've i was petrified when i heard animal sounds emanating from the front of the church why would you be shouting like an animal did the disciples do that when they were filled with the ruach the holy spirit no so there's a lot of but what i teach in my teachings i show the history again we do actually find a history of manifestations of spiritual um spiritual manifestations that do form or do take the form of animal uh, expression what i'm trying to say here is Mm. amongst the pagans the pagans did that the pagans howled like wolves and wore dressed actually maybe some of you may have seen some pagans uh, yeah, when they, yeah, yeah. they we, wear headdresses we, 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 animal headdresses yeah, yeah, yeah. do that in England right yeah, 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 if, yeah, you, any of you have seen the Rothschilds parties yeah. they put on heads of animals yeah 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 right so they can act like the animal right, right. and that's what's that's what's happening in the wow. church right and this is what Paul warned about is that the practices of the pagans should not be seen amongst us as the children of Israel but it's actually now in the church. 
I'll see you guys when you see this on YouTube, this video, when you see Passive Gary's on there. Some of us are like this, oh, right, I need to make sure I'm sitting down with a lot of food in my hand. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot of things to digest. And I think, uh, um, guys, please do not listen to this with fear. This is about yes. p- um, prompting you to, to really get you back on True Tracks because there's a lot of people on YouTube right now mm, mm, talking. Yeah. Talking, stealing the people away from 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 the truth. From the truth, yeah. You know, what I'm saying, you know, and the worst thing is, is because we are our minds, because we've never been taught to critically analyze information. Mm. So, what I've got to do now, guys, from what Pastor Gary is teaching me right now, and talk we talk about right now, I will critically go away and critically analyze. I'll actually That's go around and actually speak to another pastor. Say, oh, let me just thump him there. What do you know about this dude, Darby? Oh, he's the founder of faith. Tell me about rapture. Oh wow, he came from the two hundreds. Always been there. Why is always been there? because a Latin? You know what I mean? Oh, is Latin this? Okay, cool. Why you know what I mean? And you, why do we worship on a Sunday, guys? This is important for us to. I want you guys to understand. It's about critically analyzing um, everything that we say here yeah. with the YouTube videos. There for you to replay and put back, measure it against the word. And I know I'm looking at Pastor Gary Ian blinking. He said, "You got go read the word. Go, go read it. Go go, go. go read the word. <laughs> Interpret it. Take it to the original text. Go to the papyrus. Get get go go to, go go to the place where you get the papyrus <laughs> recording the and Bible. go there. Go where? Go where? <laughs> the Bible advocates study to show that self-approved that we should rightly divide the word of truth mm-hmm. so this is something that is taught to and i i really want to say right now i'm cool. i'm really proud of my beginnings in the adventist church again we're not here to knock any denomination okay cool yeah of course not. i'm glad because it taught me to critically analyze scripture mm-hmm. and to study it in the mm-hmm. context that it's in and not to make my own context not to make pretext out of anything um but we still have to take on we cannot transfer the responsibility onto someone else to teach me i've got to study myself mm. i have to study to show yourself approved so yes go to the bible studies at your church please do attend the bible studies listen to when your pastor speaking write down the scriptures write down the notes but then go home like the bereans and go and search the scriptures thoroughly to ensure that what you hear being taught from the front is actually in your scripture but then go and do the background research don't just stop there keep on digging father has put so much in the word we owe it to our great king to search it out it's the glory Mm. of yah to conceal a matter Mm. but the honor of kings and the glory of kings to search it out no that's crazy cool and i think that um um right now in this season where we got so much access to information when i when i was younger you know you know let's be real we never had the only person who had 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 the information was in the pastor's office there's no excuse you say and it's absolutely and i think we've we've created now even more lazy christians we got we we got access to so much yes and i think we're so lazy now now we got youtube so there's no need to study the bible because i struggle to read um um i always to be well maybe i'm undiagnosed i got dyslexia you know um i struggle to 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 process but why but i can absorb audio so i remember i was doing the audio bible bible for a year and um it's really cool man i was you know i mean you know i was doing audio and I, was, I and I and I and I, it, I and I digested it so well. But I'm thinking, oh, second Roger, 
like these these audible devices how am i really utilizing them and i'm and 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 do i need to get more books now with all with the audible like like we got access to so much it makes it so much easier for us now there's nothing wrong with a good audio bible because i have when i'm reading if i'm not reading i'm listening if i'm not listening i'm reading Mm. because you'll sometimes hear something more because it was well read by yeah, a yeah, good yeah, narrator. Yeah, 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 it just true. drops in your spirit like, mm. whoa, I I did not hear that before. So I want to encourage you, as Roger's already done before, is to get yourself a good audio Bible so that you constantly have the word playing in your home on your headset. YouTube has, yes, made um the Bible and so so many people are on YouTube teaching scripture. But are they themselves really appointed as teachers? Have they really spent the time studying or are they more concerned about getting subscribers and teaching their perspective on on eschatology when they really aren't grounded in scripture? So you've got to be very, very careful with who you're paying attention to. Very, very careful what you're reading, what you're watching Mm. and what you're paying attention to, uh, because they have the, uh, the power to steer you the wrong way. That's a very, very, very point, and there's a lot of you know uh, arg- uh, discussions that's going on between different um, um, people putting out information, and people are kind of not so much bashing people, but they're challenging each other's um, uh, viewpoints of, of, of things. And I, and I just encourage people to really this is not the view, be all end all conversation in terms of um, whatever pastor Gary and myself discuss right now, and it's the the full crumb of everything. It's 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 to trigger. And provoke your mind yeah. to, to develop and move forward And I would definitely say to you guys Definitely look into things There's a couple of teachers That we That, that have founded our roots as Derby Look into Derby's Look into Constantine's Look into these guys You know Look into them And really have a look I've, I've looked at a secular viewpoint I watched a video That has a secular viewpoint On Constantine mm-hmm. And I was like Really? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, so you don't have to only look at our history or, or Christian's perspective. Look at uh, look at it, and you got um, who's this guy? You got Francisco Ribera. He's one of the originators of the Rapture Theory from 1537. So the Rapture Theory goes back to 1537, where he first pe- he's a Jesuit, by the way, uh, and he pens this, but it gets shelved for quite some time before it's then later on picked up by another gentleman, Emmanuel Lacunza, in 1731, and then even after that, it's picked up by various um, UK, Cambridge, Oxford uh, theologians who then further the rapture teaching. Uh, And the reason why the Catholic Church literally locked it away and binned it was because they found fault with the rapture teaching themselves so they wouldn't out it out. So even the Catholic Church said, "Uh uh-uh, this doesn't fly. And the thing is, <laughs> a lot of our movies left behind are all exactly. built off the, the rapture theology. Right. So you've taught us all a doctrine which you know have really looked into it and because we don't really focus on end times we focus on salvation 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 and when we just teach it you know really uh, we really need to look into this we need to look into it we need to investigate it uh, and see that the origins of this there is a um there was always an agenda to deceive the masses because many people who have been taught rapture have they been taught that father expects us to keep all his shabbats those are a sign he says these will be this will be a sign between me and you forever that you are my people if we are not keeping the signs the shabbats then we are not his people that's scripture that's not me trying to rationalize or reason and i would challenge any any pastor any bishop true on a saturday (laughs) any minister to 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 find to to prove me wrong from that in scripture because the scripture is very clear 
that we will be judged on how well we kept the father's commandments mm. if we didn't know then mercy will cover you because you just don't know you can't be judged on what you don't know but when you do know you're expected come on so unto whom much is given much is required mm. and father has given us a standard and the best part about this is and this is the worst line that gets me roger we're taught that nobody can do the commandments nobody can keep them why would father give you commandments knowing that you can't keep them mm, like mm. you're set up to fail yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas guess what Moses says mm. contrary to all pastors Deuteronomy chapter 30 I believe it is Moses says you can do it Nike got their slogan from Moses <laughs> right you can do it just do it you can do it Moses tells Israel that the law is not too hard for you he says that in the Bible it's not too hard for you that you cannot do it you can do it how is it that we are able to do the law the laws of all these laws that is why the holy spirit has come to enable you to do it yeah, if yeah. the apostles could do it and israel could do it you and i can do it crazy oh gosh guys you heard you heard that you know what i'm saying and and we're looking at old testament it's not something to overlook it's something to do um uh, 100% and i think that uh um, yeah man this is challenging man this is a challenging series that we're doing with, with, um, with, with Pastor Gary um, on Affinity Extra and we're here to be edgy and the edge means that I, I have to get cut up sometimes you know and uh, <laughs> but it changed it provokes me to go and study myself as well um, and and it's really good it's really good to um, I, I, I really can't enjoy looking at these sort of things um, and this is not a heaven and hell issue guys this is just us getting our faith on the on, on a straight path on the straight path because trust me when you hit the faith you're gonna you're gonna have only a little bit of knowledge and we're just here to build up and build up and build it all to make us stronger and not to get caught up because i see too much mm. too much specific i'm gonna be homie with my homies my black people we get caught out so often because our churches are better built on emotionality mm. you know what i'm saying you know uh and not on facts and figures mm. you know what i'm saying and we and we lose so much of our young people continually generation after generation to people that actually build an element of their teachings off hebrew hebrew and, and so on uh, we're going to deal with the whole hebrew israelite Israelites, yeah, yeah, that's, it, that's another one because that also is false teaching as well um i am a hebrew um and we have many groups calling themselves hebrew israelites and many of you have seen them on the street corners in london birmingham new york africa europe and all that's coming out of their mouths is just hatred towards the white man and that is not biblical it's not scriptural what they're teaching they're abusing scripture and they're abusing people so we'll deal with that another time mm. but what one of the things that really bothers me um keeping in theme in line with what we're talking about today is i have had conversations with pastors here in the uk who some of them began as sabbath keepers because they knew the scripture Okay. But the reason why they stopped keeping the Shabbat and started keeping the first day was because, and this is quote, because there's no money in it. There's no money in keeping the Sabbath. The congregations um, predominantly will be in a first day environment. So that's mm. why they forsook. That's why they forgot the law of Yahuwah, the law of God, wow. because they knew that people are more familiar with going to church on a Sunday. If it's Saturday, it's messing with their shopping day. It's messing with their washing day to wash the clothes. Um, people will want to go to church on a Sunday. And that's where, if you want to make a living as a minister, become a first day church 
So that's why many pastors um, don't keep Shabbat because for them, there's no money in it. But then there are others who genuinely just have never really been taught the truth. They're in ignorance. But then there are those who rebel. They see the scripture and they just don't care for it. They want to be, they want to align to this dispensationalistic, this replacement theology. In fact, they twist scripture with no regard to, to having fear for Father's word. Um, the scriptures, and I'm, I want to be I want to say this as well. I know there are some young people right now listening to this, and I want to just commend you because I've met so many young people who have just read the Bible for themselves mm. and seen all of this. And recognize I need to keep the Shabbat I need to keep the Shabbats I need to eat kosher I need to look about how I speak to people They realize that the Bible actually is a book That helps them to become a better person And they understand it straight away They understand it with not much interpretation needed A little bit of help with the prophecy books But they get it, they see it And they realize that much, many of these pastors Are teaching a replacement theology Woo! So I commend those of you who are listening to this program today mm-hmm. And you have seen the Shabbat yourself Father revealed it to you You have seen that Father has feasts that we are to keep Which are holy appointed times If the Queen made an appointment with you would you, Could you afford to just ignore it? Now I don't know what your stance is with the Queen But, but if, the, if mm-hmm. royalty made an appointment mm-hmm. with you That would become the most important appointment in your calendar well, Father, the creator of all things, has made appointments with his creation. Those are the seven biblical feasts that when we keep them, we actually are being marked with the seal of God as his people. We cannot afford in these days to be uh, absent, to be wanting in that area, to be lacking in not having the seal. We don't need, forgive me, we don't, we don't need jabs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, be careful with that word, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. You, know, you have to be careful with that. <laughs> but we, we do need the vac- we, we do need the, the seal of the Most High. Forgive me for my stumbling with my words here. I'm mumbling my yeah, words. Yeah, see, we get politically correct today these days. Um, now, I want to just read this one scripture. We, all, we know it very well. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Go in through the narrow gate, for the gate that leads to destruction is wide and the road broad and many travel it. But it is a narrow gate and a hard road that leads to life and only a few find it. So guys, you know, um, that's why ultimately we're the salt of the earth and not the the water of the earth. You know what I mean? The salt is there to make the, you know what I mean? Which is only a pinch that mm-hmm. can make a change. You know what I'm saying? You know, a light bulb in a dark area makes a big difference, you know? And we're here to be the light and light and, and truth, man. And and guys, this, this today is all about the truth behind the, the, the Old Testament and for us to really go back to the truth behind the, the Old mm-hmm. Testament and the positivities it brings to our lives and not to be afraid of it and to... Um, um, really listen back to how many messages you heard your pastor preach and how many times has he gone for the Old Testament you know so mm-hmm. the, uh, the challenges we want to be going through Acts and Ephesians and and, 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 and go around there like cycles but we, we, you know what I'm saying we need to be going going back to words and any things that have been challenging whether you disagree agree with the, with the Shabbat like we're cool you know what I'm saying you know we, we're here to, um, to disagree and agree in love you know what I mean but the key thing is because this you know is for us to actually challenge us to, to know our word because if we can't be challenged internally bro wolves are just picking our people off bro you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? This is why it's important for me, guys. Yeah. I am a first day worshiper. You know what I'm saying? But this is an important conversation because this conversation is not held in love. 
this conversation is literally the wolf the wolf will come and take pe- pe- people from our packs because uh, or uh, uh, yeah no not our packs our, um, our folds mm. because we haven't had this discussion you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and, 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 and I've seen it happen too often to our young people we cannot afford to allow other people's ignorance to impede our progress in the kingdom too often we see that there are older generations who have not been fully taught themselves mm. and they're leading congregations in fact they're overseers over many churches mm. and they're causing the generations to become stuck in other words, stuck in dispensationalism, stuck in replacement theology, not seeing all of scripture. When you read the New Testament, when you read the book of Hebrews, chapter three and chapter four, the Shabbat is a day. It's not a person. We can't allegorize it. And it's to be kept. And those who did not keep it, they died, the Bible says. So Father's very serious. He has not changed. Father's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if he judged Israel on the Shabbats, he'll be judging all the world on our obedience father in fact he says in his word he desires obedience more so than sacrifices he desires that more so, more so than anything else um, it's like what we touched on today about grace mm-hmm. um, and that focal point and grace but um, it, it, grace nullifies obedience the way we preach it mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying obedience to the law which is seen as impossible to mm-hmm. be kept mm-hmm. and that's what the words I've heard from grace people it's I've impossible I've heard it. many times and, and, and the challenging thing is as you said it is possible to live by the laws of God well, at the end of this all your mature Christianity mature um, God, um, Jesus following, or God following, or Yeshua, Yeshua yeah. following. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that you know, what I mean, it's it's about maturity, and as you go in this work, God will equip us to be yes. to be better deliverers of uh, uh, be, um, partakers of um, the law. You know, what I mean, it's partakers. I don't know what the official word is. Uh, the um, followers of the law of yeah. of, of mm-hmm. God giving us the only this few six hundred odd. Laws that he has for us, rather than thirty million of uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll stick to I stick to sticking to the Bible. But we're going to conclude in this time because we have, I've gone over time. And, and guys, we're going to be going to do this month on a monthly basis, so um, you can get your breath. You can go away. You can make loads of comments. You can share this to your pastor and says, God, I'm, pastor, I've seen this guy called Pastor Gary. Yo, we need to get you know. But you know, whether he scares you or not, Pastor Gary is open for conversation. Always open always, for always. Or he's open for any questions that you, you you're, you're leading has um, about the standpoint about the, in terms of the Bible about the teachers and about the rapture please guys we need this we, we need to be doing this in love and we need to raise the questions because this will just sharpen our tools for going forward so when we go out there talking to people in the kin- um, out there in the world or, or within the kingdom we start to start start stop stop letting the erroneous doctrines and and and, and it's just coming in because we're not Talking strong talk, bro. You know me, you know me on that stuff. So, so appreciate for everybody to to, to come in and, and please check out the link in the description where you'll see if you know if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, the details for 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 Pastor Gary um, to go to his YouTube channel if you want to go into more of the teachings. And again, if anything does not so much offends you, anything does challenge you, please put a comment, say what challenge did you, and we'll and we'll try and address it. Wonderful, awesome, cool. All right, man. Time. Yeah, man. Blessings, guys, man. This is nothing but love from Roger Moore here and Pastor Gary Parks of a Harbor Fellowship. Much love to you all. Shalom. Blessings.
going for another long interview coming up still, yeah. Because it's like um, one of the ones where, uh, man, I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got interviews to catch up with, man. I'm overloading interview-wise anyway still, yeah. So uh, we got um, another one more to go, and you can definitely check this on YouTube. It's about mental health, and I'm, I'm going to close off on this one. This will go over a bit, but you know what? I think it's a real important subject and whatsoever, so watch your space anyway still, yeah. Enjoy the vibe. This is Joey Vantes, Music to Drown. Nothing but love people If the world is ended I'll ride by your side Everything is so fast Took my foot up off the gas First day work as a first day worshiper, you know what I'm saying? We have our pigs in blanket and food. personality disorder that it comes from a long history of trauma and rejection where the person has had to basically um do things to try to please people just to be able to be understood or to be accepted and um you know suddenly beginning to have an understanding of why you do the things you do because of what you went through in the past uh, no no that's cool and i think mm. guys you know listening to these disorders i think we get some I think we all can tick one of these anyway, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've one time or even right now. But, but um, I mean, the self image one, mm-hmm. um, different things like that. But I think that, I think guys, it's important for us, 
for me hearing all them things is 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 to understand being empathetic with people yeah you when yeah. some people respond a certain time and you and you go crazy and you cut them off and you have you're unforgiving towards them and it's like you know no you don't know what they're going yeah. through no no affinity extra be extra Yeah, 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 people. This is your boy Roger Moore in the house. We're here with an, uh, an Infinite Extra. You know me already. I kind of talk. Uh, I think about you guys think about we talk too much and I talk uh, about too many different things. But the thing is, life is is a very broad thing, and I feel like you know. Um, and if you and I do try to cover as many each subjects which we have we don't go in depth in in church. But it's amazing how I haven't stopped yet because there's so many subjects that we don't talk about. We just talk about salvation, getting to heaven, and, and that's about it. But I'm afraid on the way to heaven, um, if you live in this earth. For 60 years or 50 years or 40 years or 10 years or two years or two days after you give your life to Christ, you are functioning in a world which is fallen and it has has things to fight through. Yeah, mm. by the way, I never prepared that. That's from the top of my head. But listen, like guys, that. you know what I mean. Um, um, so you heard that first. Don't no rapper like Lucre. Don't teeth my lyrics. You know, you, know <laughs> you might teeth my surname, but don't teeth my lyrics. Um, <laughs> But this is why John Philly to extra. His along surname s- is more. Huh? His surname is more. Yeah, Lecrae Moore. I never knew. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, <gasps> yeah man, you gotta talk down the mic, sis. Alright. Yeah, okay, cool. Go bring that mic in. That's it. Yeah, so if you're wondering who I'm talking to, and I'm not introducing her because you know her already. But Hello. no, no, no it's, it's Angela Kumar. Um, With an H and not an R, Roger. Okay, because of my uh my my, my, my widened spectrum of cultures around the world, I do embrace other <laughs> Over spellings of it, so Kumar, who is probably a dis- descendant of um, probably the first, like because Kumar, sorry, no one can convince me that's Ghana. It's it is. It means- no, it's not Ghana. <laughs> K-U-M-A-H Or K-U-M-A It means little which or part, small Which part Is that any Ghanaian language? Yeah Ashanti Or sometimes Ewe But mostly the um, Ewe that are descended From the Ashanti region Oh so you must be You must have up With the Mali kingdom And just got hooked up with Yeah some, uh, and, then, and then that must be so Offspring of the Muslim language And then you, then you must have Got influenced by that way so. Not necessarily No Okay, cool. So uh, we're talking about kingdoms, but the Ghan- uh, to be honest, the Ghanaian kingdom was a very powerful nation uh, back in the day. It wasn't a Nigerian kingdom. The Ghanaian kingdom was all around that region. It was a strong, powerful uh, West African nation, which the free trade, um, believe it or not, trade did not stop at the bottom of South Egypt in the Bible times. It went right over to West Africa, mm-hmm. to the Ghanaian, uh, in the sub-Sahara um, 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 co- um, countries where people were a bit browner than everybody else. And, you know, and trade got there. And the gospel got out there as well before everybody else, and I thought I'd just put it out there, guys. So, Thank you, you know what I'm saying? Because I think people need to hear that yeah, part of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was, I was told that um, the um, slave masters brought gospel to, no, to West that's Africa. Not what <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they bought it with he's Jesus. And by the way, give me five, five, five of your cousins. <laughs> You had to go there, dude. <laughs> give me five of your cousins, and I give you a gun and Jesus. <laughs> I give. <laughs> You know what I'm saying So um, um, You know I'm sorry I don't know him <laughs> I've never met him In my life before Like I'm, I'm still trying to work out The pitch out How how you took Took three uh, it took, took took millions of people Across across the world And everybody was cool with it I just I just, I just don't understand The pitch man You know what I mean I just don't understand it man You know But anyway still yeah And then The joke was I found that I found it the other day You know you keep finding stuff You gotta keep digging in researching mm-hmm. Sorry people I'm just digressing But it, just, it helps for To understand why Black people are kind of struggling with mental health, but anyway. Um, so you're going to go back to it's a, uh, a bishop, a Christian guy, 
I heard a. It's funny at the station. My friend did a talk about slavery, mm-hmm. and then referred to how Christians saved us from saved us from slavery. Um, um, and it's that's, that's true. You know, what I mean, they're, they're involved. They're involved. You know, what I mean, in the terms of our but you know, they're going. Yes, we stopped slavery. But hold on a stinking second. Who started it? There's a guy, a, bi- a bishop called Richard something, yeah, who reached to the Queen and said, yo, go over to North America, conquer that bad boy and set up colonies. Don't fill in between and I'll pray for you and you will go to heaven. I, I, that's paraphrased, by the way, but that was a very long book. <laughs> that's been so you started it and you finished it. Uh, that's like, you know, that's like the police shooting George Floyd and then giving compensation afterwards to the family and they say yeah just cool we sorted it mm. we sorted it at the police officer the police officer's in prison but just get over it but anyway we, it's not about slavery people still anyway so yeah but I have to talk you know I will do a DNA test I don't know if yeah. I, I'm going to do a DNA test guys and I might do it um, uh, with Angela <laughs> she's going to be cracking up cracking up the whole way through when, when I'm doing it so, so he's probably uh, Nigerian I already know listen so. listen listen all I'll say she, uh, just, you, you're going to be there for the traumatic part because if I go past 5% English I think I'll <laughs> you, 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 you have to put me through some counselling sessions <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Not if I'm not if I'm more than 5% English. You know what I'm saying? Be- <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll live. There's anyway, still some black in you, so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot more. Um, I, <laughs> I, be- I believe anyway, still, yeah. But um, but anyway, but if anybody says, um, Roger, that sounds racist, it's just, you know, I'm just, I'm just wondering what my makeup is, you know, you know, you know. But anyway, so yeah, but yeah, but it's not racist, guys. It's just me just keeping it real. I, I just want to be, um, I want to be Gabonese, um, Gabonese Portuguese. That's my, that's my target combo. Can I tell me, tell myself that? The t- target combo. Yeah. So obviously, my, I got my, my Portuguese heritage off my nan, but then um, my African heritage. Wouldn't mind Gabon. Gabon or uh, Gambia? No, you're Nigerian. I can tell you. <laughs> oh my goodness, say. I can just look at your face and know that. <laughs> oh, can no. I have some Nigerians to confirm that Roger's Nigerian? Like, man. I mean, just look at his attitude, his mannerisms, the way he speaks, everything. That's and the about. fact that the first place he decided to go when he went to Africa was Nigeria. And can't stop talking about yam tips, so... Yeah, man, you know, yeah, um, yam chips and chicken, man, you know what I'm saying? But I know the best jollof rice is in Senegal, as we know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so we, we no, know you did not. Okay, no, Senegalese, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm not even gonna fight you on that one. Uh, Senegal, because they put a nice, f- they put a lot of fish with it and whatsoever and everything like that. So, yeah, so you haven't had jollof with fish before, is it? But if, but the thing is, I've watched a YouTube video, I think that's what they said. The best is in Senegal. But anyway, so um, it was independent. It, it was somebody from not from the, from West Africa, so that obviously it's the best best choice. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, we we can't fight with Senegal when it comes to the Jollof War because it pretty much came from there. But when it comes to Nigerians, yeah, we we'll definitely have a battle over that. Oh, the truth comes out. Okay, <laughs> at least least some money knows that. Hey, listen, I've admitted it. Like, I okay, mean, cool. I can't pretend anymore. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's cool, that's cool. But listen, guys, I'm lovely. Uh, um, it's, it's fantastic to, to talk about culture uh, and uh, with, with somebody from uh, Africa. I would say 20, 30 years ago, we'd be in two separate areas. We wouldn't want to talk to each other because we don't, we, 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 we do want nothing to, enough to do with each other. But praise God for knowledge and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that us African and Caribbeans can sit down and talk together and yeah. be cool. 
And, yeah. that's, and that seems so weird But it's so true mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying Something that Bishop said In a conversation I had with him And it's just so true We've just been culturally Stabbing at you for, uh, mm-hmm. for so many years Yeah And it's like The braid Where are you from You know what I'm saying yeah. You know what I mean yeah. So it's just like Anyway But listen Today we are talking about mental health And you're thinking You know This introduction What on earth has got to do With mental health But it's just to prove That we're just human beings Looking at um, um, Who we are Because our identity Has a major part To uh, mental well-being um, Knowing who you are Gives you some solid Ground to stand on um, Not knowing who you are To do struggle So that, that's something To maybe Even look at yourself To really look at your heritage You cannot ignore the past You All you have to do Is build upon the past If your foundation Is on sand you fluffed it when it's on a rock and you know who you are whether you like it or not it's so gold man guys anyway mm. so yeah but guys we did an episode which went through different names and different things that you've you've heard when it came to uh, uh mental health um and we had um, um angela explaining each area what we did hit last time we hit a bit of eating disorder we hit a bit of anxiety you know and we hit a few others depression and so on like that so yeah but we want to hit out some more in today's um episode we want to hit some more names because sorry in the workplace i've seen it i spoke to angela beforehand people just throw names out like psychosis throw things like ganja psychosis and i think they know it you know what i mean you know and they watch two programs and and throw out this throw out that oh um and if and if you turn around and says i'm feeling a bit down today i'm feeling a bit depressed Oh, the person's you know what I mean it's just you know that's serious you know what I mean but the reality show is that guys yeah uh, we want to just start to interpret the words correctly when you hear them don't be frightened of them and know the understanding of them um, 100% anyway so so I will pass it on to the lovely Angela Kumar thank you Roger oh, hello cool. everybody mm-hmm. nice to see you again or to engage with you I suppose it's the word yeah man yeah man um, you come on from sick leave innit <laughs> Yeah, I caught COVID. Um, I'm still coughing, and the cough decides to show up when everybody's around, um, so that pray people me, can people. look at me strange. Pray, you'll be fine. You pray. I got, the, I got the Holy Ghost vaccine in me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm fully recovered, Roger. Go away. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me again. Um, today we're just going to talk a bit more about mental health disorders or mental illness. Um, recap to remind you that. Mental health, um, as much as it's an umbrella term for an understanding of your mental well-being, the same way you have a physical illness, you can have a mental illness. Mm. Um, the way, same way you can have a physical health problem, you can have a mental health problem. It may not be classified as an illness the way... Um, let me give an example. You can be diagnosed with a chronic illness like diabetes. You can be diagnosed with a mental illness like schizophrenia. Um, so be aware of the terms, be aware of the differences, be aware of how you are calling things. Mm-hmm. Because mental health is the whole idea of well-being, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. All of mm-hmm. it is mental health. The same way physical health is the whole idea of physical well-being, whether it's good or bad. Um, just putting it out there to be able to like, understand mental health at par with physical health so it doesn't seem like it's a strange thing Mm. the fact that you do not see does not mean that it isn't there Mm. yeah Mm. um so last how many weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) we spoke a a bit about depression and anxiety and eating disorder and a bit about post-traumatic stress disorder we spoke a bit about how these things are diagnosed um 
um, the length of time that is required for somebody to see a range of constant symptoms and say that um, this is PTSD, this is um, a personality disorder, or this is depression, or this is anxiety. Um, it's not a thing that happens overnight. People do not just... Um, well, yeah, people wake up one day and feel like something is different, but it's probably have built. It's it's probably um, built up over a period of time, and the symptoms have been there, but maybe you are unaware of them. Um, so, um, if you need a reference point, you can go back to the last um, show, and then mm-hmm. you can get a bit of information on that. But today we're going to be talking about personality disorders. Somatoform or somatic disorders I need to check if the name has changed Because that's what happens every time the name of something changes um, And bipolar disorders um, Which pretty much somewhat fall under um, you know, Not personality disorder But um, bipolar is a mix of depression and man- mania Okay Yeah, so we'll talk a bit about that later But um, really a personality disorder is... Um, a disorder that affects a person's personality for lack of a better explanation mm-hmm. where you can see um, a vivid distinction between who the person was before and who the person is now mm. or it may have been an inherent trait from when we're born everybody has a personality mm. um, we all I don't know if you are um, would you, it depends on what test you take the Myers-Briggs or you take the big five personality tests are you High and conscientiousness, um, agreeableness. I don't know. Just you can go online and take like a regular personality test. Just that basically gives you a fair idea of who you are. Um, mm-hmm. But it tells us why we are the way we are, why we react to things in a mm-hmm. particular way mm-hmm. um, based on our environment. And then there's the temperament that they say is hereditary and comes mm-hmm. from our grandparents. But that's a whole different conversation later but when you have a personality disorder um it's a flaw or um a break in personality that actually affects the way you relate to people how you deal with your emotions how you display those emotions in the first place and there are a few of them mm-hmm. um i have a list here that talks about the clusters of personality disorders okay um this paranoid cluster a um, so I'm going to give you the clusters and then the features. So this is just given information, basically. Cool. Um, we can't go into all the, the details, details about fine, diagnosis yeah, and all yeah, of yeah. that yeah. and medication and all of that. But um, we have paranoid um, personality disorder where a person feels like they are there's always somebody watching them or there's an excessive sense of distrust and suspicion, pathological jealousy, um, Every interpretation of things that are done to them or done around them is malevolent or threatening. Mm. And um, I find that this is um, something that can be quite misconstrued, especially within the black community, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. already we are marginalized and there are health inequalities and you go into a healthcare system where your needs are not met culturally. So this, I mean... um, I think he's called Keaton. Keaton has a long paper on the cycle of trust. Mm-hmm. Um, 
think it's the Sainsbury Center. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my references. But there's a whole paper on the circles of trust within, I mean, circles of fear within the black community where, mm. because of how we've been dealt with within yeah, yeah, the yeah, mental yeah. health yeah. system, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of how things have happened, Come we on. won't access support yeah, 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 until yeah. things get really bad with mental health. And then when we get into um, the services, we don't trust anybody to give us the support that we need. And I, I see how this can easily be const- misconstrued as a disorder when oh. it's simply a reaction to how people are, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what do you call it, Pain? feeling about yeah, the healthcare yeah, 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 system yeah, 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 simply yeah, yeah, because yeah. of how we have been treated in the past. But obviously, um, there's a way, there's a professional way to be able to yeah. test this and know that that's what it is. So, mm. um, obviously, um, unless you go to a professional, that's when you know the distinction. But I, I can see how this can be misconstrued yeah, or mixed yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the schizoid personality disorder where it's a detachment from social interactions without a desire for closed interpersonal relationships, restricted affects. You don't want to have any relationship with anybody. You don't have to, you don't want to talk to anybody. You just want to be alone. It may not necessarily be that you are depressed, but mm. um, there's that element of you haven't gone through maybe a difficult experience that has put you in a state of trying to detach yourself from everybody else yeah, or yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, yeah. detach yourself from society in such a way that you can do with what's, whatever it is that you're going through. Um, mm-hmm. A reminder that also mental illness can be um, biological. So there can be biological components to it um, with regards uh, to brain function. Okay, so, okay, cool. All right, all right. So it could be your biochemical, biochemical, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. So, but... but the thing is, we're going to have a whole psychology lesson here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they talk about biopsychosocial um, causes of um, mm. mental health, mental mm. illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means that your society or your social environment mm. and then your biology can come together to um, be the cause of your problem. So there may be a, an underlying biological factor, but based on the things that happen around you, it could precipitate that um illness trigger, yeah exactly yeah, could trigger, trigger that illness yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so um think about mental illness in the biopsychosocial format as well there's a psychological so, you know when you mentioned yeah. about the uh, uh son some people in the summer are all happy whatever when, when it comes to darkness they're very depressed mm. is that a, kind of like a biological that, yeah, yeah, that could, yeah, that could be biological that, as well. Biological, yeah. there's not enough sun, so yeah. it affects your yeah. mood, your yeah. swings, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so it has, it has like affects your your, yeah. your well being. Seasonal depression is what it's called. Seasonal, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So a good example of the biological, cool. yeah. So not everybody who has a mental illness has been on drugs or has faced a trauma or I don't know all the other reasons that we decide to um, attribute to mental illness. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me go through this. There's schizotypical, um, schizotypal um, personality disorder where the person believes. Um, yeah, schizoid. Yeah, eccentric beliefs without frank delusions. So the person has cognitive and um, perceptual dis- disturbances. Um, there's impairment in the way they interact as well. Um, there could be varying causes for this. Um, biological, social, psychological trauma, malfunctions with, I mean, um, 
difficulties in the brain processes or problems with brain processes. So again, keep an open mind when you're dealing with somebody that has a mental illness Mm -hmm. because it may not necessarily be their fault that they are behaving the way they are behaving. Um, Wow. And you are not, unless you are an expert and you can effectively diagnose and put down based on a proper test that has been done and have a conversation with the person and see where their mind and thinking is. Um, don't jump to the conclusion that somebody has any of these. This is for information purposes, not for diagnosis purposes. Wow. Let me just put that out there. Then there's class B. These are the ones that we see quite often. We have antisocial personality disorder where there's a lack of empathy with... Um, there's a disregard of people's rights, the deception, impulsivity, irresponsibility. And a lot of the time we talk about um, antisocial personality disorder with young people okay, that... Cool. Um, Start to act out or um, start to behave violently. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the time, that's well. That's why I saw a lot of anti- antisocial personality disorder um, when I worked in juvenile rehabilitation with how young people or people within the prison system had wow. reacted to different things. Um, for some people, obviously, it's a product of the environment that mm. these things develop. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's why I talk about the biopsychosocial mm. um, understanding yeah, 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 of mental prison, illness. It's mental yeah. health, that's exactly. mental health, like haven. It, exactly. Know? I mean, Jeez. trying to understand why somebody thinks it's okay to stab somebody or shoot somebody. Jeez. They they lack any empathy. Sometimes they don't even feel like okay, this person has a child. This person has a mother. It's not. It's not running through their mind like that mm. as it would be for you. So not not everybody's normal or normal in the sense of normal. Um, maybe I shouldn't be using the word normal. It's 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 been socially acceptable. Exactly, exactly. Maybe that's that's what it is. Then there's borderline personality disorder that we hear about a lot. Um, an unstable self-image, chronic feelings of emptiness, um, instability in interpersonal relationships. Um, effective instability, self-harm behavior, hypersensitivity to rejection and fear of abandonment. And a lot of the time, the, what I've seen with borderline personality disorder, that it comes from a long history of trauma and rejection where the person has had to basically um, do things to try to please people just to be able to be understood or to be accepted and um you know suddenly beginning to have an understanding of why you do the things you do because of what you went through in the past uh, no no that, that's cool and i think mm. guys you know listening to these disorders i think i think it's some i think we all can take one of these anyway so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we've one time or even right now <laughs> but, but um, i mean the self-image one mm-hmm. um, different things like that but i think that i think guys it's important for us for me hearing all them things is 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 to understand being empathetic with people. Yeah. You when yeah. some people respond a certain time and you and you go crazy and you cut them off and you have your own forgiving towards them and it's like you know, no, you don't know what they're going yeah. through. No, no. A lot of people have to deal with a lot and sometimes they just do not have the um, emotional bandwidth or capacity, capacity to explain it to you or explain how they're feeling to you. I, I'm going to talk about histrionic um, personality disorder where um, it's characterized by excessive attention-seeking behavior, emotionality, and excessively impressionistic or shallow thinking or behavior. Um, somebody may have gone through um, something or having dealt with a situation or be brought up in an environment where 
you have to act out to get the attention that you mm-hmm. want um and people do not understand why they do that but sometimes mm-hmm. it's because of these issues with their mental health and their understanding of their personality and who they are that they do the things they do yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, yeah. so as as Roger said empathy is really important um obviously not to go around labeling everybody saying you have this and you have that but being able to understand where people are coming from you do not understand their history the trauma that they had to go through unless somebody really opens up to you to start mm. to explain what happened to mm. them you'd never believe that people on this earth walking living human beings have had to deal with some of the most outrageous um heartbreaking stuff mm. so um empathy is always important cool. um, we talk a lot about narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder and people don't people don't get off with this one very easily but um narcissism exists as a personality disorder it's a need for admiration grandiosity in speech and behavior that's a lack of empathy for others interpersonally exploitative mm-hmm. arrogant and haughty and i think it's it's coming up on the scene a lot more when we talk about relationships and people talk about i was in an abusive relationship and i think the person like looking back on how the person acted or the gaslighting and you know all of that the manipulation you can tell that the person was narcissistic um but all of these are personality disorders and they're all mental illnesses um based on particular diagnosis as i said before wow then there's cluster c so all that antisocial borderline histrionic oh personality it's a long it's a long list i think it's it's probably oh longer than this but yeah this is like guys we should have a questionnaire at the end of this <laughs> I'm telling which you. one do you take <laughs> <laughs> again I need to remind you that this is based on a number of symptoms over a length of per- of time mm. um, symptoms that have been what do you call it put down by a professional or measured by a professional because they are tools to measure and understand these things properly mm-hmm. but also having conversations with a, pro- a mental health professional to be able to say yes you take the boxes for these things so again um don't sit down and self-diagnose but if you feel like all of these, some of these things apply to you um try to speak to a therapist yeah. there's um, a lot of help that is available now i can say that nishkam um, I think it's called the Nishkam Mental Health Center, Nishkam Medical Center in Handsworth provides a lot of okay, mental cool. health yeah. support for free. Mm. Um, so if you feel like, okay, these are stuff that um, you see yourself doing and it may not necessarily be as a result. I mean, you're f- I want, I don't want to say your fault, but um, it may be as a result of things that you've experienced in the past, some mm. traumas, some um, difficulties, um, adverse childhood experiences that have brought you to this point of reacting this way or developing these kinds of personalities in an attempt to shield yourself from the world. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, seek help and get a, have a conversation with somebody. They'll be able to help you to unpack why you do the things you mm. do, why you react the, the way you do, why you want to people please, why you want to do this Jeez, or do that, man. you know. There's, there's so many of us that find ourselves in such a situation um, where you you need to people please because you did not even get the affection you needed. As a, there's, there's just so many, as a child, there's just so many things that go into this. So it's important to talk to a professional. Um, that's why, as, as Roger said, every single one of us has some mental health problems, one or another, Take, that we need to... Tick talk about narcissist yeah <laughs> that we need Some to bishops right there and my apostles man mm, tell me about it that you need to talk about um with the professional um 
that is that's what we're trying to do let you know that it's not just schizophrenia and you walking around and talking to yourself or having psychosis that is mental illness all of these things are mental um mm. health disorders and um, mm. that mm-hmm. you can have conversations about if you seek the help so um in telling you about all of these things is also um destigmatizing these things as well to make you understand that yeah people go through it and it happens to the best of us and i hate that phrase um but um it happens to everybody then okay dependent personality disorder class to c is an inability or extreme difficulty in making your own decisions mm-hmm. you are over reliant on others submissive mm-hmm. you have feelings of inadequacy and this avoidance of confrontation okay cool very interestingly a lot of these are based on <laughs> no roger no <laughs> conversation <laughs> but anyway so god so guys i am I'm, I'm listening in and i'm typing up because i'm making sure i'm, I'm going to take all the notes i'm taking notes, notes <laughs> you know um adverse childhood experiences and i think we really yeah, underestimate how much um what we went through as kids and what happened around us growing up in uni um in high school affected our personalities and affected who we are as adults now affected why we do the things we do i think especially in the last two years people have become so much more aware of themselves because we've just been stuck with each other mm-hmm. um in the house for over a year and you just have to deal with everybody's personality or the way people think and you're like mm, i never saw this about a person until now about a particular person and all of these things maybe contributed to why they act the way they do based on what they have to yeah. go through or they've had to go through then there's avoidant personality disorder oh i think i just said yeah i said that, said that, said that. Yeah, yeah 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 no actually no i said dependent personality disorder see they're all quite similar but um there are few symptoms that distinguish each of them but from avoidance each other. isn't that, that covered <laughs> no <laughs> feelings of inadequacy hypersensitivity to rejection a social inhibition despite a desire to form close relationships so you can understand that maybe that may stem from trust issues because of things that people have gone through um mm. you know um yeah obsessive compulsive disorder i mean l- let me give you an example take for some take for instance somebody who has just been released from the pri- from a prison system and has to be um reintegrated into the community and mm-hmm. um, all that they they had to go through the life of crime whatever and then being put into um a prison and coming out into a society where everybody recognizes them as a criminal mm. um nobody wants to accept them um nobody wants to mingle the with them or roll with them obviously mm. their adverse reaction to these feelings will be to avoid people yeah or if they're not avoiding people they are acting out in a different way mm-hmm it's 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 very interesting when you start to understand why people behave the way they do mm. um and it helps you to be more empathetic obviously not to give everybody um uh, what do you call it, a green card to act silly yeah in quotes because some people just it's, and for me um being being a christian it yeah. just helps me to even unlock why people behave the way yeah and people yeah. just take on board too much and i yeah. think sometimes yeah. we just oh or, or put on people too much but sometimes just relax and just just, just say okay i see yeah. 
Just take your time But nah, that's good That's good That's good Yeah yeah. That's all personality disorders All of it I've not even talked about Obsessive compulsive disorder which what's, that, what's that in short? OCD OCD That's which, it Which yeah, yeah. comes under anxiety as well It has a root of anxiety But it's a preoccupation With details and rules Excessive organization Perfectionism Orderliness Miscelliness Don't say people Who are misers Have OCD Rigidity But the thing is People Or people say OCD Quite loosely Yeah very Because they say that Oh I clean the house Every day Because I'm uh, Because I got an OCD Um, I says We're keeping the house clean No you don't have OCD (laughs) You just like to clean It's a different Listen OCD is debilitating so, so 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 over the years, I keep on saying like, oh, got an OCD for cleaning the um, the cooker, OCD for um, just doing something that's possible. maybe you're just a bit of a perfectionist and you like things clean. We, I mean, some of us do like we like to straighten things when we see them like that, and you know, it's just the way our mind sees things mm. and the way our mind, I mean, mm. experiences discomfort mm-hmm. or. I'm not even going to the psychology of trying to have control of everything. We're going to have a whole session here, but <laughs> yeah, 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 control. <laughs> but um, yeah, the term using OCD loosely is not right. Um, what it does is that it's dumping to the experience of the people that are actually dealing with it. Because if Roger actually has OCD and Roger can't, you know, um, walk out of the door without clicking the handle three times because he thinks something is going to happen to him if he doesn't do it Mm. and for me i think that oh i I like to clean the handle before i it's just nice but it's because i don't like germs or Mm. somebody else has touched the door it's different for roger than it is for me because Mm, it really governs his entire life if he doesn't do it three times before he goes out he's going to come back and remember try to remember if he did it three times and be this route Mm. i mean this child you know Mm. it's a it's a whole different thing listen we could have like hours and hours and hours of conversation about mental illness because and mental health i mean disorders because there's a lot to talk about there um but the end goal is empathy yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Empathy yeah, 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 is so, yeah. so, so important yeah. because you do not, not villainizing know, people and whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You do not know where people have come from and why they do the things they do. Um, try to understand, um, but also, um, I want to use the word be a bit discerning because the term for I mean mental illness is being thrown around a lot loosely now and people are not are using it to get away with things or get validation for the way they are behaving when sometimes you're just being I want to say silly but you're just acting out the wrong way Mm. (laughs) when you know that there's a different way to act or behave in a particular situation but you deliberately want to hurt somebody or people are just evil Mm. the fact that this mental mental illness exists does not negate the the um, existence of evil <laughs> okay mm. it doesn't it doesn't doesn't say that people are not wicked or people don't want to intentionally hedge all of these things still exist um just to put that out there because even i find that because you understand human behavior so much when people even go out of their way to head mm-hmm. to you are trying to empathize with them and say oh it's because you had this experience and because you did this and this happened but no you are just being a terrible person and mm-hmm. some people need to be called mm-hmm. out for that so yeah, 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 <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah. No, no, there's a space and time for all of that you yeah. know yeah just putting that out there mm-hmm. um and then this bipolar disorder which i find is a term that is being thrown around a lot um 
and different types of, I mean, types of bipolar disorder. But what happens in bipolar is that you have a percentage of depression and a percentage of mania. so bipolar is it's still a person pers- a personality disorder. It falls more under affective disorders, which is where depression comes in. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So I'll put yeah. bipolar separate. But um, so what happens with mental illness diagnosis is that you find a lot of comorbidities. You find a lot that if somebody is depressed, they may there may be a rollover into anxiety. Okay, cool. You, so that's what I mean by comorbidities that two different illnesses can function in the same they are all interconnected yeah, at yeah, one yeah, point yeah, to yeah, another yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Almost, even yeah, though yeah. they are classified in different groups mm. it's just to be able to understand the distinction mm. and how to treat them properly mm. or address every problem it's like the way um, if you had um, let me say I'm diabetic okay if um, I was having a hypo where my blood sugar was low um I'll start to feel disoriented. I'll have a headache. I'll be dizzy. All of these things. In order to be, even though these are sub symptoms of um, the condition, mm-hmm. in order to be able to treat every single or address every one of them properly, you understand every, the core. Yeah. Cool. And it, so that's that's where comorbidities come okay, in. Okay. Cool. Um, so Ooh. yeah, bipolar disorder, um, which a lot of people have, but a lot of people do not know they have. Where there's one um, face or one. Parts and it depends on the percentages, mm. um, how the diagnosis goes. That a person just has, I think they call it loose behavior, where they're just doing a lot of things at the same time. And what happens with mania, um, in the manic phase, they call it the manic phase, is that the, the brain function that, um, helps in prohibition or executive functioning that helps you to make decisions properly, it's not, it's not working well. So what happens is that there's like neurons shooting in your brain all over. Let me explain it that way. And you can't make one, you can't do one thing at a time. It's like you want to drink water, you want to write, you want to jump, you want to, you want to yeah, do yeah. everything all at once because mm-hmm. your brain is send, sending different signals to do different things at a different time. So you find that a lot of the time when people have manic disorders, they are spending a lot of money, they are doing a lot of things, they are partying, they are, they are doing things that are outside of their behavior, a bit okay, outside cool. of who they normally are. And then what happens is that after that manic phase has passed, depending on what the percentage is for mania versus um, depression, they fall into a state of depression. Oh, so that's where you see that two type of personalities because there's total opposites. Well, yeah. yeah. By, by yeah. Polar, I mean, yeah. there's two polar opposites. Yeah, exactly. Into, exactly. So you got the extreme manic and, oh, how am I? Yeah, yeah. Two, uh, yeah, I, I remember when I was sorry, working. Was no, no. <laughs> when I worked in... Um, <laughs> in um the psychiatric hospital in ghana i remember i mean going in one week and then this guy was like telling everybody everything like he was just going on and on he could talk for hours he could talk for hours and then next week i saw him he wouldn't even say hello when you spoke to him his head would be down he wouldn't respond okay. to Cause you because i thought bipolar was like this hi my name's fred oh no no, no i'm that- charlie <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, that's a dissociative I'm personality disorder. That's a whole different thing altogether. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that's a personality. Di- I, it wasn't even. He wasn't even on this yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a personality disorder. Um, Isn't that like schizoid? 
because because he said I'm I'm using the bad techno bad words that we said. Oh yo, like like because obviously he said oh he's got two personalities. He's he's schizo. He's schizo. You know what I mean? So I'm using his phrases because it might so connect to that, people. That's what yeah. Well, that's where the comorbidities come in. That you you have one disorder, but you have the symptoms for other things. So the if somebody had um, dissociative personality disorder, for instance, and it used to be called um, uh, what's the other name? I need to Google it. See, that's so that's what happens with mental illness oh, and mental health. It just yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, somebody can't ask Siri here. Go away. <laughs> I could ask oh, Alexa. Well, you know what I'm saying? When she gets a multiple when, when, when personality when disorder. A consultancy job at, you know, I, I just hate she, iPhones. I can't be bothered for I I detest iPhones. I can't be I could ask Bixby. Is this a pride if we come before for yeah, so just <laughs> just like, become part of the force. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, sorry guys, you know. Roger, you know, yeah, let yeah. me ask you a question. When you're on a WhatsApp call, okay. Yeah. And you go off your WhatsApp call to do something else, does your video stay on or off? I usually use FaceTime video. Go away. <laughs> so what happens on Android phones is that it's a, a try, oh, trying to try to stay in business that way anyway so yeah, yeah. so we use FaceTime <laughs> audio uh, it's free video here guys but anyway but listen we digress we digress we, yeah that, no we're that, not going to start the Android that was a that was a commercial the commercial break <laughs> sponsored by Apple I've been as I got it, it, it. <laughs> Oh, we just finished, man. <laughs> 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 Fiend tunes hit up there. But anyway, but so, okay, go back to by being, uh, um, skits looking at different different things. And yeah. what I'm looking at is looking at bipolar. We do loosely use our bipolar. I remember, you know, yeah. treatments for bipolar. I've seen people have to be medded up, mm. maybe unnecessarily, you know, maybe. Uh, and I think is, guys, it's good. This is why it's important. I think this is just not important, but just, just sorry, I have to just interject here, guys, because it's important to take care of your well being. It is because it is. you don't know what route it take your place. If Roger didn't go football, if Roger didn't go to the gym, if Roger was maybe even sounds crazy, just and on top of that, gone through divorce, can't see his children. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What does that flare itself up to be? It could be, <coughs> I, I could be bipolar right now. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's a direct because of that, but you have to show us guys our well-being. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Dealing with crises, crisis. I've received. Mm. I've been mm. through crisis, crisis management. You know, um, is crucial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we all go through crisis. For, you know, people go through death, bereavement, different things like this. The crisis that we've faced as a community. Um, over these past two years is mm. incredible mm. and that's why we have to look at this and this is why taking care of your well-being go for a walk get some fresh yeah, air yeah stop teasing yourself and biting getting vitamin d not saying you shouldn't go for a walk in the sun and get vitamin d the natural way up on black no still go for a walk the other things it can do so that's mm. just me guys take care of your well-being because i'm going through this list there i'm going they could be traits in us, mm. but they only expand when we don't deal with our situation. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens is that we feel like there's nothing wrong with us. We don't want to talk about it. We're resilient. And I use resilient um, loosely because, or not loosely, but... Um, I'm escaping. beginning. We, we use a lot of escape, escapism. Yeah, exactly, escapism. exactly. It's fa- worship, exactly. Whether it's going to church is a, is a form of escapism. Because sometimes mm. it distracts us 
from what we're really going through. Go, yeah. going through. And I'm not saying church is a bad thing. It's something in our churches we have to be practical with as yeah. well. And there's a lot of practical churches out there, but we have to be careful that we don't keep it. It's saying that oh, so and so gets drunk, so he, he he uses that for escapism. Escape isn't is so many different things. Mm-hmm. Playing computer games all night long, running away from the truth. Be, be, you know, different things like that. I don't know. Just, you, yeah. You know. I, I, well, I suppose you're talking about how people cope and there's positive coping strategies and negative coping strategies. But I talk about resilience in the sense that we think that we're so strong that we don't need to talk about it. And I find that within our community, of course, we are strong. We are resilient. We don't have a choice. We have to be. <laughs> but... Um, based on the things that happen around us all the discrimination and the racism and the adverse environments that we you know we we live in but um it's important to have these conversations or just simply talk um go for a counseling session and just pour your heart out and say this is how i'm feeling this is how i've been thinking this is what happened while i was in this place and this is what but it's like we don't want a stranger to know what's happening within i mean in our heads so we wait until we have reached breaking point and then we we can't be helped as much because think about mental illness as a biological thing if you had a physical health problem okay um maybe cut yourself and you didn't treat it properly and you didn't go to the doctor and it just kept getting infected and infected and eventually you have to amputate it. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about mental illness like that or mental health problems like that so much that, that we don't talk about it. When it gets to breaking crisis. point, yeah. crisis point, exactly, um, then the, 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 the best that can be done is that you're put on medication. Or sent away. Yeah. Sectioned. And I mean, there's a whole conversation about that anyway, but sometimes that's where it gets to. So start talking about it now. There are a lot of services available, some online, some anonymous, the support groups. I recently found out about Codependence Anonymous and I talked about Dependent Personality Disorder. And then you, uh, I think I have that. And it's based on something that happened in your childhood or as you were growing up and you realize that now nah, I need to talk about talk about this with other people that may have gone through the same situation Mm. and this is why we all act the way we do and we are accountable to each other and all of that you know it's very very key it's important so yeah we learn something new every day don't we Mm -hmm. all right guys yeah yo man that's there yeah but it's it's what what we got after buy Listen, the list is long. We'll never finish. Yeah, so no, we'll no. Just... We, we just, we're just going through to our times, though. We got, yeah, we got, we got another, yeah. uh, I believe, around about 15 minutes, yeah? So. No, but those those are really the most... Um, Personalities, yeah? Popular mm-hmm. ones. Okay, cool. Or the ones we talk about. Yeah, but anxiety, the thing is, bipolar, did, bipolar, depression. Um, is, did we touch... Um, Asperger's you mentioned about right so I saw Asperger's and Asperger's uh, yeah 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 yeah. it was like one of the ones where yeah 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 explain Asperger's because how on earth I thought that was more to do with a physical um, you know I mean the the real NHS handles that are not the mental team mm. so what, what, what team handles in the NHS it's not the mental team that does that is it mental health team it's the other it's the other team I, I, I can't really tell but okay, cool. um it's classified as a neurological disorder. Okay. And it's on some sometimes on the autism, autism spectrum disorders. Yeah, yeah. I mean scale. So autism is autism under. On, on, on. 
It used to be in the DSM as a mental health disorder. Yeah. Under learning disorders where you have autism, you have um, ADHD, ADD, um, attention deficiency, hyperactivity disorder, attention deficiency disorder, um, mm. uh, a few others. But um, it's beginning to be disputed as a mental illness. Right. I don't know if it's in the recent DSM. I need to check that. But it's just classified as a learning disorder or learning difficulty and um, rather than it's a, a disorder. So it, it's the political, politically correct term keeps changing. So I, I'm just being careful if I'm not using the right term, I'm sorry, but they are now considered more as learning difficulties than learning disorders. But um, sometimes the reason you find them under mental health is that they affect behavior. I mean, because they affect behavior and they affect mental yeah. health as yeah, well, yeah, then yeah, yeah. there's that comorbidity that comes in yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's cool. Yeah. So Asperger's is um, it's considered to be on the mild end of the autism spectrum. And the three primary symptoms are that there's difficulty with social interaction people engage in repetitive behavior and there's rigidity in thinking um, and a focus on rules and routines so um that's why i think that's what they call high functioning autistic yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 exactly um so what what it says is that often individuals with autism have i mean sorry with um aspergers have a normal or above normal intelligence um Mm. So they can go to mainstream school or hold down jobs and things like that. But these are under the learning difficulty spectrum. That's a whole different conversation cool. to have. Oh, yeah. Quick question. Something I bumped into is Tourette's the other day. Somebody had Tourette's on the football pitch. To- yeah, wow, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because it's like, it came to me. It said something to me. And I thought, you don't know me from Adam. So this guy came to me. And he kept on going away. And I'm thinking, he's going to be careful here because he's, he's, he doesn't stop. I and mean, when it clocked, this is the guy, you know what I mean? And whatever. Yeah, yeah. It had no control. I thought it'd be just pure bad language, but he just never no, had control no, yeah, yeah. Of, of what he's saying. Yeah. He says what he sees, literally. So your our brains are very, very interesting. And that's a whole neuropsychological and neurobiological aspect of it. What, um, Tourette's? Yeah. So it's more that, neurological. It's normal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, it's not. It's not. It's not, a, it's not classified as a mental So you couldn't issue. have a breakdown and end up having Tourette's? Um... I have I have heard of cases like that, but a lot of the time, I what at least what I know about Tourette's, and I'm not a medical professionalist. That is neurological. Mm. It's more about brain function and brain excitation and the release of neurotransmitters cool. and things cool, like cool, that. Cool, 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 cool. When it comes to inhibition really? and all of those things, yeah, more than neuro neurobiological or neuropsychological side. But disorders, we don't run out of them. Um, Let me a quick look at here. Let me see. Have dissociated her. That's. What you were talking about is personality disorders. What's that? Uh, personality. Yeah, it's okay, called dissociative personality disorder, um, where, people, where a person actually has different people living in their heads, proverbially, or it's the word proverbially. Sorry, my English is all mixed up today. So, as a Christian, mm. how do you cope with that? Dissociative personality disorder. Yeah, because Oof. it's just demons, isn't it? So, so you know exactly. If somebody says, "I'm okay, yes. Charlie," let me um, give you uh, let me give uh, you an example and, and, and of friend. what happens so as, as, as a Christian. And you got somebody walks into let the clinic, give- <laughs> and, and then they start talking like Charlie, and then they go, 
my mind's playing. Let me give you. Let me give you a typical example of. Okay, so this one is from Criminal Minds. So it'd be a little fictional, but from what I know with dissociative personality disorder, a lot of the time it it comes from a place of trauma, where the person has had to deal with so much difficulty abuse that they try to separate themselves like separate your personality of the person that is experiencing the abuse and find a safe space where you can be a different person so, Ch- so charlie could be my spare safe space but roger is where the trauma happens exactly. so i create a exactly character exactly wow that's what it is and you explained it perfectly wow. that is what it is that wow. in order to escape what is going on actually and physically you create a whole new person so and sometimes with that when you you go there too much it can become who you are so when we're doing all this deliverance service thing yeah uh, it could be somebody who's suffering from um trauma from a a a a a a, a person in the church right there now and we're not yeah. dealing with it we're not dealing with it we're just trying to get cast a demon I, I think it's 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 good to take a more pragmatic approach or a multi um it's not about going in there and say approach. we're gonna really kick out demons it's about going through a process of counseling um, beforehand so it, i'm putting you on the spot because you gotta go to church on sunday yeah no <laughs> you see I, I find it interesting i think after the deliverance you should have a mental health session or have a i mean have a counseling session a professional counseling session well, after the before. deliverance or before before yeah because i think before well before before after because i think Unless, again, God tells you amazing lot of things when it's when you go through adrenaline in it, you know what I mean. And uh, somehow some people get happy because one person hit the ground in the spirit, and the next, mm-hmm. you know, you're you you are the archangel incarnate, and then, yeah. then you start laying hands on everything. Um, but um, yeah, that's very interesting. So. <laughs> I mean, before, before, or after. Sorry, guys, really, I've I seen too many personalities in church coming out of two people. You know what I mean? You know, I've, I've seen, I've seen it. You know what I mean? And people, but have gone that does it. not mean that there is not demonic. Um, in what do you call it? How do, how do you guys cope with the word? Is is demonic in the realm of conversations when it comes to mental health? Or is that, that's like the? Um, it's it's totally that, that avoided. Lower? But yeah. I mean, when you talk about things from a spiritual perspective, you know that these things are real. Mm. The Bible talks, for instance, of mm. the Jerusalem demoniac. Mm. And how he had so much excessive strength that he could beat people that came around him. There may have been a, an it element tough, of mental yeah, illness yeah, yeah, to yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. whatever it is, Jesus was able to heal it. Mm. It must be tough. Um, heal the biopsychal, yeah. the biological, the physical, the spiritual aspects mm. of it. He dealt with all of it. Mm. But that does not negate the fact that we need to be able to have conversations about mental illness in the church without always demonizing people. Mm. Because, like, like I said, when when they're having to have two personalities, is is wow. It's just like when you look at it, yeah, you actually breaks your heart, man. You know what I mean? Because they had to. Um, and like you said, you know, you watch things like Criminal Minds, like me. I watched a a, a program called Sinner. <laughs> I, I I love. Listen, I, I love, listen quite, I'm on my sixth rerun of Criminal Minds, and it yeah, has yeah, fifteen yeah, yeah. seasons and twenty four episodes in every single one of them. I can't start it. You know, um, how many episodes is there now? How many seasons? 15 it's done now oh it's done now i can't i can't if i start it i won't finish it man you know what i'm saying i I think i have commitment issues because i start to watch something else and i'm like nah it's not as good as criminal minds and i go back oh man i I must have been to watch um sinner and it's like um it's amazing because um and the the cop that detective who who kind of works with people there's this one girl she um she killed somebody based upon um a song that he played 
Yeah, and um, that, but that was all based from her trauma. It was a trauma, it, it, trauma it, it, response. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a trauma response to her. It's a trigger. It, 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 yeah, a trigger. Yeah. That, that that guy was playing a track. Mm. That, that guy actually, she remembered him, um, who was in the room when her daughter, her sister got killed. Mm, so mm. she saw him. He recognized that, and then it also everyone's like, "Why is he doing this?" And then we realized that he was in the space where. Yeah, it was deep where the, but, the, but the police officer looked into it but because of his mindset was kind of not messed up but just going in a bit more deeper it wasn't yeah. just chucking away you know what I mean I mean I, I think what, what, what all of it really explains to me is that we are spiritual beings at the death of it mm. because where do all of these things hide and I'm, I'm being talking yeah, about yeah, the Christian yeah, yeah, side yeah, yeah, as well yeah, yeah. because th- there's, there's, there's a place where all of these things stay yeah. and there's the brain explanation There's all of these triggers But I mean You, 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 can't, you tread with caution When you're talking about yeah. These things Because people can easily Misconstrue it But it, 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 is a, it is a subject Where I think that um, We are doing things like this With mental health guys You know As we conclude this yeah. uh, Today It's something which is It, it is it is a minefield Because uh, we are actually um, putting into um, onto paper things that we've 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 never put on paper, and we just left it into the mystic. Um, mm. the, we've mysticized the um, the elements of 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 spiritual. We just everything gets spiritualized. Yeah, um, and and people don't realize. Um, I think it's a tough balance, guys, because. <sighs> Things that expect it change it affect your character mm-hmm. by how you, mm-hmm. you know me, and it's like you know um, predators and ch- predators and churches not being dealt with yeah. you know, because we're not counselling people. We're just yeah. trying to yeah. we're trying to just solve the situations, but predators just live large. Yeah. And we're wondering why we got issues in the church is because of these guys, guys, these guys or girls going around doing what they're doing. Mm. It's, it's it's really tough, man. It's really it's really tough. If you look at you know me just. Phrases that we utilize, you know, bipolar, um, LCD, um, sk- OCD. Um, when we say schizoid, you know, I'm saying, the, you know, me and people like this. Um, like for me, I was about 17, 18, and I said to somebody, you know, uh, you know, bi- we've talked about bipolar, and um, this is about, you know, how many years ago this now? 10, 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> so, so, so when they said that they used medication for bipolar, I was like, <gasps> Well, you just deliver the person. Mm, mm. Deliver the um, whatever's bad. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that was my mentality. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I'm not, so it's really finesse, man. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's, it's really, ooh, yeah. It is really finesse. But guys, you know, I know that Bishop um, Jackson's looking to do some big, bigger versions of Rock Solid where we'd be going to his church and having round table conversations. Mm. So I'm sure um, Angela will be up for the. Uh, um, um, the spiritual and the um, and the mental, you know what I'm saying? Which what which one do you fall into? And there's a lot of our people in the, in in that system. They come to church to go hallelujah, but they don't they don't tell us about how they feel when they see. Because Pentecostalism is a lot of yeah yeah demons. I, I mean, how do you explain it? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, um, you, you just you just don't explain it and just shout Jesus. You know what I mean? But I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, guys, because, you know, you look at um, the 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 guy who had a, a fat a legion, you know, yeah. and, um, and you know, he casted it out to put the demons into the, the pigs and the pigs jumped off the thing up. And, and, and there was going to be some truth to it because um, spiritualism and spirits transcend all religions. Yeah. And non-religions, Mm-mm. so you get spiritualist belief. So there's got to be some truth to the spiritualism. Yeah, I mean, I mean, being a person of faith, I, I believe that there's a whole different higher realm or dimension that we do not 
that we can't see yeah or can't fully understand or grasp or hold off you know but um it's also important to be able to discernment and i keep saying because discernment is key it's it's important to know how to address it especially as a believer that's why the holy spirit gives us discernment and we need to ask for it on a daily basis because you do not know why somebody's acting the way they do or i don't know the, the holy spirit just gives you an understanding of why a situation is happening or just lets you avoid it for a particular reason sure. sometimes you don't sure. need to know it because our human minds are I mean, or our environment puts us in a situation in such a way that we try to rationalize everything or exp- yeah. find an explanation for everything. But sometimes it's just leave it, you know. Wow. So discernment is key. That that's that's what I can say. That if you're a believer and you're listening to this, as much as I mean, mental much illness yeah, exists. Yeah. Discernment is also key in being able to understand both sides, the spiritual and um, the physical or mental health part of it if you put that in your PhD at the end would you get a pass <laughs> the PhD you know, what she's one of them <laughs> I, I paid enough school fees already they go, they're going to have to pass me man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. no guys listen this is fantastic sis and thanks for listen guys if you was like it's going eh, times too much times too much this is the reality show this is how deep you know what I mean um, this, this subject is and any questions this is this is about where uh, rain, uh, uh, making you aware yeah yeah. so we can stop you know being ignorant about our loved ones around us stop being more calculative stop saying shut up boy you're too noisy you know what I'm saying start like you know what I mean yeah, um, start yeah. being being understanding people understanding what people are going through at work and I think stress at work you know what I oh, mean you know what I'm saying it, it brings you know that's stress related disorders so there's tons of them and I think sometimes we don't we don't respect that basically sometimes you might not want to eat and it becomes an eating disorder or you know, you might you might want to do gym every day and you get so obsessed with gym gyming and that's another option you know certain things people you know who who wasn't fit and then gone over fit you know what i mean and the bodies are incredible mm. that could be a bit of a mental your mental illness when you see some of them guys in there you know they're a bit of ding, 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 in the head you know i go in the gym and they're like how do you do this every day you know what i mean for, it's for, their coping for, mechanism for, 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 for some ten, people ten, it's their coping it's, mechanism it's escaping yeah it's escaping into the muscles no, no, you, you, know you need to be able to differentiate between coping and escaping are two different things well not too deep listen it's a whole yeah, conversation okay, okay, okay. sorry guys we, 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 we put the <laughs> See, now Roger is throwing temps around <laughs> so, so I was on schedule but just just me teasing there shows you guys how 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 much we're going to how many conversations we're going to have yeah. having in, in mental health in 2022 um, I, I want to be looking to do as well I want to be getting linking in with Angela and some um, other uh, medical professions about mental health as well some doctors as well so yeah. I'll be I will be setting it up and hopefully linking up more key with the NHS as well so um, do that because we want us to be more aware within our community our black community African and Caribbean community yeah. um, you know I'm saying we want to bring it all, bring it all together because we've got uh, we've got something to to, to to bring to the table and, and, and something somebody bought one of the messages that, that, that's just come up on the stations is um, you check out um, David White one of the messages is, did say he says it's important for us as a people mm. to be able to take care of our people yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. and people might say oh why can't anybody take care of us sometimes you know when it comes to mental health um, 
we need to be part of the journey for these young men and young mm. women to yeah. come out of this journey. We can't stop ignoring the community. We still, we need to now live Christianity in this season. Yeah. Stop yeah. talking about it and stop just going home, doing your job, coming back to work, living the benefits of a good life and start blessing people. You know what I'm saying? But that's just Roger. You know, I don't want to start preaching, 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 preaching. Frangela, thanks again for your time, my thanks sister. Thanks for having me, Roger. No problem. And anything that comes up, feel no way. And maybe we might have some live case studies to talk about as well. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Live questions. And we've got to be, hopefully we could be speaking to my friend who's a, who is a soldier. And we're looking at how people you know we cope with extreme extremes that we don't even address in our black community yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so definitely that but this is Roger on the thing to actually to celebrate gospel music of black origin and also we need to chat the black uh, right here on the station nothing but love my people Thank you for watching the content we're putting out listen make sure that you are liking subscribing and following us on all our social channels including patreon.com make sure you're finding us on there to support what we do so we can support you and remember guys be extra